This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast. My name is Patch and believe it or not, this is episode 348 of Three Peeps in a Podcast. This is the regular show, this is how we started um, and Rich is with me as always on this show. Rich, how are you? Evening Patch, I'm good. Long time no speak. Well, it has. It's been a good couple of months, in fact. Um, we're, we're going back to basics on the format of this podcast. We've got me, you, and a guest, hence three peeps. So we're going to talk through anything that really comes to mind. So it's going to be a, a very tangent heavy, as Mike used to describe it. But uh, yeah, you, you enjoy doing these, don't the you? Listeners. I'm Go just on. concerned that listeners think we only talk on this. We have, obviously, we have, obviously have spoken off air have we when not, yeah. well, just <laughs> foot, foot, foot on a monday i think oh yeah yeah no we do play five a side on a monday um because um i saw an interview recently with richard rich richard Pryor and gene wilder you know they made some very successful films together i didn't realize no between these films between these films they didn't speak not because they had a fallout because they didn't want to lose the magic they don't have a fallout therefore not make more films is that so is that how, how is that how we operate then yeah, we don't talk in case we argue, <laughs> then this 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 will end, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. But yeah, we we did a, a show like this. Uh, actually, the last show we did, episode one seven seven of the regular show, was was really good, really well received, and something that um, men's men's mental health was covered with Talk Club. And off the back of that, every subsequent Bristol City podcast that we've done and every subsequent stand-up I've had in work we always start with how are you out of 10 um, and that was a, a great message and the previous episode to that 176 was with Duncan Kelman um, who is on the podcast with us now and Duncan we'll start with you how are you out of 10 sir yeah you know what I'm feeling um, I, I'm, I'm gonna go seven out of ten and I'll tell you why right I'm I've been put at risk of redundancy from my job can you believe it right it's oh, no. kind of that's no, that's banking for you. I mean, it's not the first time this has happened. I used to work for an investment bank in the city and, uh, yeah, went through it once, got put at risk, ended up getting a new role, which was great. And then two years later, I got the call on my phone saying, meeting room seven on level eight or whatever, which is code for, that's it. And at the time, I was working on the trading floor, right? So right. I got sent up there. Yeah, you need to leave your pass, everything, and leave. And they put me on four months garden leave. So I, I just got paid to just be at home for four months, which is absolutely brilliant. And right. then it's just, it, you know what, just banking, it's just, they're just realigning. I'm just part of the fallout. But it's exciting because um, there's some really interesting roles out there. So yeah, yeah, I may not stay where I am. I may end up working working for another one. So seven out of 10 only just because it's kind of a little bit unsight, uh, uncertain. 10 mm. out of 10 with the excitement factor. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. I've never oh, seen a well. man so happy. But Duncan, having having worked with Duncan in the past, um, he can lend himself to to any business. I'm sure in in what you do, Duncan. So I don't think oh, you'll you. have any problem finding another job. And LinkedIn is awash with with jobs for yeah. you. I'm sure. 
Yeah, well, I'm actually even tomorrow. I've got um, I've got two separate meetings with different recruiters and one interview already. And oh, right. can you believe I was I, I was I was camping. I've just come back from camping. I came back on Saturday, and I did three of my interviews right in the tent. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> So I had to kind of tidy up as much as possible. But honestly, it really broke the ice on a lot of the interviews. Where, really? where are you? And I had to give him a heads up. I said, look, I'm only going to be in a T-shirt. I'm not going to be able to put a tie on or any of that kind of stuff. Honestly, I looked such a scruff right in the tent, but it seemed to just work really well. So to good holiday. I'll tell you a bit more about my, my trip yeah, to Cornwall again. But just Some going stories to, from there again. To the virtual the virtual interview. Do people still wear yeah. a shirt and tie for the, for a virtual interview? Well, I, I think most people are, I mean, I don't, I, the culture of work has changed, right, Patch? I think it's mm. fair. And I don't, but I'd be interested to know what your view is, Rich, as well. But I think T-shirts, kind of polo shirts, that kind of stuff is okay. I think when you go into the office now, the, the, the organisation that I work for, it was very shirt. You have to wear a shirt and a suit. Now mm. everyone rocks up like they're about to tile your bathroom. You know, it's kind of, you know, <laughs> T-shirts and and jeans and whatever but it's kind of i think it's refreshing that the, the culture of of finance banking the area that i'm in as well is mm. kind of they're adapting to it but interestingly when i uh, i've got this interview tomorrow and i spoke to the recruiters i said look i haven't i haven't worn a, a suit in like three years now right um so i've had no need to right so I've, I've just donated all my suits and everything like that so they said yeah you can probably wear like chinos and a shirt or something but you know what i've got a wedding coming up soon as well so I think I've gone out and bought myself a, a suit. Yeah, so uh, I should look quite smart tomorrow, right? It was smartest I would have been in three years, for sure. I did say yeah. ages ago that suits would die out. I said it years ago. Yeah, yeah did. It, it started with Casual Friday, then it kind of got to, obviously now it's all week. But even, I've been to funerals now, where it's kind of all dress, you know, bright colours, because it's not a, obviously it's a sad occasion, but we want to try to... So even yeah. funerals now, people aren't wearing black suits. So no, yeah. So I guess wedding... Weddings are uh, are still very much um, a suit a suit job uh, in even in today's traditions. But yeah, it's a good point. And I, I've seen a, a few suit shops disappear off the high street. Uh, there are still ones that have survived, but they're never they never seem to be very busy. So yeah, it's a really really interesting one. But um, yeah. so Duncan, you have got a bit of a healthy glow about you. You've, you've been um, you've been in Cornwall. Whereabouts? Um, New key again, third year with. Just me and my son. Uh, Always the same. To New Quay. Always the same. But last year, we didn't have such clement weather. This time, this year, honestly, hit the heat wave. Fantastic. Really, really great. Um, all the shops, restaurants, everything open again. Fantastic. So, yeah, we and I took up longboarding, of all things. Not surf, not on, you know, the roll, um, skateboards. The longest skateboards. Oh, right. Okay. Wheels on it. They're called longboards. So I bought a couple of those because it was Boardmasters at the time I was down yes. at uh, Fistral Beach. And they had some really good deals on, so I bought one, one for me and one for my boy. So in the mornings we'd do longboarding on the. There was a nice gentle hill at the campsite, so we just weave up and down that, and then walk back up the hill again. It was brilliant, and then just spend the afternoon on the beach. And honestly, it was fantastic. It honestly didn't feel like you were in the UK at all. But traveling down there was a bit more of a delight this time because I left at three thirty in the morning. Wow. Got there in like five. Yeah, I got there in five hours. It was fantastic, and then. Normally, you'd leave on a Saturday morning, but I decided to leave on Friday night. A bit tired, but again, that was... Uh, so, top tip, if you're travelling to Cornwall from central London, is leave... <laughs> leave so did you wake when there's literally no one else out there, right? How did you get on waking up the sun um, for, for that well, early he'd, departure? He'd, he'd just come back from Toronto on Thursday. We were travelling... Uh, sorry, on Friday morning. And yeah. I was travelling with him on Saturday. 
Um, so he was so jet lagged. All I did was just literally just belt him into the car, give him a pillow and a blanket, and he just fell asleep. So he he woke up at eight in the morning, but then I had to spend the next day trying to recover his jet lag. Really, so yeah. Right. So he he was fine. He was he was fine. Yeah. You mentioned this boardmaster. So I I know four or five different people that went to boardmasters. I don't know much about it. Can you just synopsisize it for me? Synopsisize it. New word. Patch of the yeah word of the day. Um. <laughs> So there's, there's two components. One is the Music Festival, which is on uh, Watergate Bay, just yep. on the hill of Watergate Bay. And it looks incredible, right? So as you're driving up there, they've got the big fairgrounds. You can see the stage and then just thousands of tents all over the place. So that one's a, a kind of three or four day music festival. And then you've got the Boardmasters Surf event, which is then you get the professional surfers. Um, and they start really early. It really depends on tides and things like that. Oh, yeah. But I know some of the competition starts at like six in the morning. But honestly, watching these guys surf, they're incredible. And they do like the regular surfing, then they've got the youngsters, and then they've got the long boards, which are the kind of, you know, those long Hawaiian ones where they walk to the front of it. The problem was the weather was so good that, and the tides were so poor that a lot of the surfing events had to be abandoned just because the waves weren't there. That was well, the I thing. guess it's quite reliant on that, a bit like the balloon yeah. fiesta where you're reliant on uh, certain winds, certain, certain weather, but it was almost it, the weather was too good in Bristol for the balloon fiesta. It was too hot, so there, there was lots hot, of ther- yeah, ther- thermals. Lift, right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. thermals were all wrong. So um, I went on the Friday morning to see the mass ascent. Uh, went up to the downs and saw I think fifty balloons take off, but unfortunately they went in the opposite direction. So sort of saw them oh. go up and go away. But I've been up there before, and they actually come across the downs, and a lot of them land on the downs. But uh, but did yeah, you interview so, someone who was a balloonist on one of the previous episodes, or did you go in a balloon yourself? I'm trying to. Recall. I went in a balloon myself, yeah, for a yeah. 40th birthday present with uh, my wife and our two two best friends. So that was a, a great experience, and I will do it again. I definitely will yeah. be looking to do that again. But uh, balloon fiesta, Rich. A, are you a fan? B, did you notice this year in particular that there was less special shape ones? Answer to two questions. I'm a fan until it gets dark. Then all the Chav Society venture over there and just get pissed and ruin it for everyone. <laughs> and B, I didn't spot any balloons because they didn't come as far as Marrakesh where I was. Okay. Oh, well, that's fair, fancy. That's fair enough. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if you saw any... Um, any pictures? I didn't, I didn't any see sort? any footage. Uh, I didn't see any footage, or, or okay. no, I didn't see anything this year, Patch. Okay. I went, I went well, off. I went off grid when I was on holiday. Well, I did ask the question of MJ Ballooning, um, who was a, a popular Twitter handle on on Twitter, funnily enough, and they said that yeah, it's just that there wasn't as many this year. I don't know if it's because they cost more to make, and we're uh, yeah, we're in these times. But yeah, next yeah, what's, year. What's the, life, balloon what's the lifespan of a balloon? What's it, like, you don't make a balloon for a year. Know. I don't know. Oh, that's quite high pitched. I, I've actually. Yeah. I don't know. I've I asked. Know. I've asked MJ Ballooning to come on for a podcast interview. So we'll wait and see if they want to do that, and we'll have a, a balloon fiesta debrief. But Rich, you've been in Marrakesh. Went to Marrakesh for a week. Yes, it was lovely. Boy, talking about first time. It, it, I've been to Marrakesh on a day trip once uh, on a cruise when well, it's eighteen years ago because Kristen was pregnant with Lucia. So uh, yeah, it was, it was it was lovely. So yeah, a few little day trips, Marrakesh by night, Marrakesh in the day. Uh, drove about a million miles to see some waterfalls that weren't that good. So that's a shame. Well, you know, when you book this trip or waterfalls, you can you know, take your swimming gear in case you want to get in the water. Me picturing kind of crystal clear water, kind of like what's that Tom Cruise film? 
where he's a barman. That one where he no, cocktail. For, yeah, cocktail. Where he forks around, forks around in the water pool. What's yeah, that one where he, What's that one called where he makes cocktails? Cocktail. <laughs> what's, that the, what's that film with the bus where it speed? Um, yeah. Snakes but, um, on a plane. What's that about? <laughs> but when we got Mother. there, it was uh, it was pretty muddy, pretty muddy water. So I mean, the locals were forking around it. That's all they know. They just got yeah. like, oasis in the middle of their village. But it was a long way just to go and see that. And long then we way. went. I went went home. And on the way home, we went via a cave, which is no no better than Wookie Hole or cheddar gorge okay but on the but whole that, a good, a good time. That, the hardy was amazing the hardy was amazing yeah in all-inclusive hotel you had four-size yeah. football pitches beach volleyball pitches had a water park on the side crazy golf open air theater food all day drink all day amazing amazing so i've got a couple of segues that to spin off of of what you've just said one all-inclusive okay do you say do you say you can have that it's free or do you say, do you have that? It's included. Because it's not free, is it? Because you've paid for it. It's not free, but I guess there's no limit to how many times you can venture out of a plate. But I did pay the price for that in the last day or so. I was kind of sat in the toilet for the last you know, day. <laughs> nice. I, I, just don't, I didn't think it was the food. I think my body ain't used to just drinking all day, eating all day. Yeah. I'm quite, uh, I'm quite a I think it's with a, an all-inclusive holiday as well. It's not great for the local economy, is it? Because a lot of people just kind of shut in and stay in the resort. Did you? But it sounds like you went out quite it, a well, bit, yeah. yeah, we did. We did yeah. org- an organised trip to Marrakesh on the night. Yeah. For the younger members of the the party, there was a we had an eleven year old girl, my brother and his daughter. A bit overwhelming, a bit too noisy in the square. Mm. A lot of ha- lot of hustle and bustle going on. Snake, you know, snake charmers, things like that. When we, when we, when we went back on, on the on our own little trip on the bus and by day she loved it so go around the souks fantastic having yeah having a little drink overlooking the square so yeah we did venture out that's the whole point of that holiday we did we, you, know, you can sit in a swimming pool anywhere can't you so we yeah. did want to kind of venture out and see there's no point in traveling to north africa and not seeing north yeah. africa did you see that clip i'm going so you're right we're going off on tangents already but did you see the clip <laughs> on the news where people were queuing up at 6 30 in the morning to get yeah sunbeds by a pool yeah and the That's pool didn't open to like eight yeah they were like queuing up for hours just to get and then there was just this mad rush to run i'm just thinking there must be more to life than just trying to get your towel down on a on a sunbed by a pool right well that's the thing it kind of it kind of get it kind of takes over your holiday because you are literally setting an alarm in the morning to yeah. go and put a, t- a towel out whereas on holiday yeah. you, have, you have a you have a few lines don't you there, no there was oh, none of this problem so because there were several pools where we were so there was a quiet there's an adults only pool, there was yeah. a big pool, then you had the water park pool. So there was, there was plenty of seats for everyone. So fantastic. There, there was no yeah, lines, uh, no lines on my holiday in a cabin on a cruise ship with two kids under seven, let me tell you that. And that's <laughs> what my segue from your bad waterfalls to my very, very good waterfalls. Um, I went on the Norwegian Fjords cruise. Um, yep. so we saw going through the fjords, saw lots of amazing waterfalls. And there's one called the Seven Sisters that is where seven separate waterfalls all converge into one big one. Um, so it's, yes, quite, a, quite a, an amazing sight. So, yeah, good cruise to Norway. So we've all had, um, we've all had a good holiday by the sounds of Bit it, of which break, is nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. Yeah. Do you know what, though? If, if Cornwall could always have that kind of weather, it is one of the best oh, places yeah. on the planet. Well, uh, yeah. I'd never mind in the UK. It is wonderful down there. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you say, if you're guaranteed that, that summer, if you're, if you're guaranteed Marrakesh weather in Newquay, I'd happily go to Cornwall. Yeah, about the hassle of airports and things yeah. like that. And yeah, yeah, easily. We 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 did May half term this year and last year in St Ives, and both times we had great weather the whole time. And when when you're staying in a little cottage 
which is you know a, a one minute walk to the beach so you could literally pick up all of your tents and buckets and spades and everything and just walk like that down to the down to the sea you pretty much spend the whole week there when the weather's good Definitely. duncan duncan you're waiting uh, well, to say no, something he's, i'm only smiling because i'm listening to your accents again it just reminded me of the tent literally next door to me right had a family from bristol right and honestly i was absolutely pissing myself right because mum's really arguing about he started it. She started it. No, he started it. It was honestly, it was like I thought I was listening to a like a YouTube clip. It was hilarious. These kids with their accents, it's fantastic. Oh god. The best one is I don't know if you've ever seen the original Ardman animation stuff, Creature Comforts. Yeah, yeah. That yes. that was all that was all Bristolian accents. Was yes. it? Yes. Watch yeah. back some of those original Creature Comforts. Oh Jesus, they're brilliant. They were great adverts. Yeah, well, they did it. You they know, did a whole I, I, like. Do you season. find yourself getting annoyed by just watching adverts on TV? I mean, I rarely watch I regular scheduled uh, TV. Adverts but... now are terrible. They're so uh, their budgets must be because some adverts are amazing, but for shit, ad, for, for a shit like product. Yeah, it's so overdone. Like a woman playing a guitar in the desert, and it's like go compare her, <laughs> and it's like it doesn't even make any sense. The advert, but the budget for it must be massive. Yeah. Back um, in the day, adverts, adverts, adverts. Back in the day, you could you could remember yeah. the tune, you can remember the, the lyrics. Shake them back. Yeah, shake I bet everyone can remember that. I actually went in B and Q recently and asked for Shake and Vac, and the kid Did just you? looked at me and said, "Sorry, what are you talking about? Oh, I guess they they don't do it anymore then. Have you got anything that uh, brings the freshness back?" <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you the worst thing though. The worst thing is radio adverts because I guess you got to kind of be a bit more informative because you're not seeing a visual. Yeah, right. But there's one advert, and it's this. I'm, I'm Julius Caesar. And I wasn't a tradesman, but if I was, I would do trade. I think, well, if you're not a tradesman, why are you using Julius Caesar as <laughs> yeah, an example? It's a pretty poor analogy, she, isn't it? She was a tradesman. Yeah. I'm just, just going to get an advert in now, Rich. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on this one. I'm drinking Thatcher's Blood Orange Cider. Are you a fan? I know you're a cider no. fan. You're not, not a fan, a fan of, of this. I'm not, I'm not a fan of these three new ones, that, like the black currant. The lemon's not that great on that one. I don't mind haze and your gold and obviously you're ever members of the family. but So you want it to no. be apple-based? Not necessarily, but I just taste like a Fanta, really. But yeah, alcoholic Fanta. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually quite like you know a, a couple, but it is very sweet. Yeah, it's, it's nice just of, to have I'm a not, different. I'm not a fan drink. of fizzy drinks anyway. I don't drink, I don't drink coconut. I'm not trying to be like, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm amazing. I just don't like drinking fizzy drinks anyway. The only yeah. time I'll have a Coke is if I'm eating fish and chips. It kind of makes you want a diet Coke. Interesting. That is very interesting. Um, Duncan, your views on fizzy drinks. So, basically, so, so here's my argument, right? I only drink alcohol really Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But yeah. when I want on a Sunday to Wednesday on an evening, and I don't really want a cup of tea or a coffee, I like a different drink. So, I go for, I think we've discussed this on the last podcast, I go for uh, Diet Coke Cherry or Pepsi Max Cherry or something like that, just for a different, different taste rather than water. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I rarely touch um, fizzy drinks as well. I mean, I, no. the only one I really quite like is Coke Zero, only because I know it hasn't yeah. any sugar in it, right? I don't like Diet Coke. It has kind of a, it's a taste that I just, it's not it's unpleasant, actually, it's just not great, right? It's, it's actually Coke Zero, Coke Zero Cherry that I have, in fact. Um, Coke Zero yeah. Cherry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah lovely. So, but what, one of my favourite drinks, though, is, uh, I make it myself, it's just lime juice with soda water, right? ice but also just put a few herbs out like i've got a little herb box so i'll put 
I don't know, rosemary and a couple of other bits in it. And honestly, spectacular. Really, really lovely. So I'll try that. that it's got to be ice me. cold, but it's really, really lovely. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Talking, about, yeah. Um, talking about alcohol, when well, you don't want to drink alcohol, when I did get to Wimad uh, a couple of weekends ago, uh, Kristen drove and she had she was drinking that clear head that was uh, on the Oh, yes. Yeah. And taste for taste, you could taste a little bit, didn't it? but it did taste like the Palau I was drinking. And I was drinking like a proper Palau. And what she had it was remarkably the same. And obviously, it was it's like 0.5%. So she had yep. like, yeah, three for him and still drove home. She said, So I, absolutely- I, uh, not bringing football into it, but at Ashton Gate Stadium, it is a big seller. Yeah, um, and they've got it advertised everywhere. Yeah. Clear head 0.5. So yeah, I must try it. Must try it. Um, Rich, I, I need to get your view on some breaking news today. Um, Laura Whitmore announced that she's not going to be hosting the next series of Live, Love Island. So I just want to get your thoughts and comments. Is that like a big bombshell? Is that, is that like newsworthy? Was that? It was that breaking before? news. Top story on Sky News. So. Was that on the news just before that that nine year old girl got shot in Europe? Or was it just 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 before that? Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was that was, keep it that light. was awful. <laughs> I, I was I, I was att- I was attempting to keep it like Duncan. Yeah, um, hoping, does that mean it's does that mean it's finishing or is there going to be some last? No, no, it will be rolling on. So if someone else will be taking over. I just wonder if you might be throwing you your hat, hat in the ring. Do you yeah, watch those kind of shows? I do. do you? I watch that. Yeah. What about you, Rich? Mate, I would. I don't. Well, no, I wouldn't. I, was, I have never seen my, this show. If it was yeah. filmed, if it was filmed in my back garden, I would not look out the window. Same. See, I was getting on. Yeah. What, so then, why do you so, like these shows, though, Patch? I mean, we've had these. Oh, I mean, so big brother was on. You used to love it. And I'll then, tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Give me a chance. Um. So as yeah, as you know, I used to love watching Big Brother for the psychology yeah. of it all and how people react and interact and things like that. Yeah, but that was that That's, was like early doors when they did. Early doors was good. Yeah. First couple when, of seasons. Was when they realised yeah. they could be. When they realised they can get fame out the back of it. That's when they started playing to the cameras. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, once 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 it finishes, I've forgotten who these people are and I couldn't tell you who's in the last season or whatever. Um. But seriously, uh, one of the reasons is that that my wife really likes it. And we don't watch a lot of TV together, so I, I don't really show as much of an interest. But it's, there's things in there that maintain my interest. Let's just say that, and uh, the psychology is one of them. So, so yeah. Does she, but um, does she I think watch it, things that you does she watch things that you want to watch? Does, does she kind no, of no no? She'll just she'll just well? she'll just go to bed. Um, and uh, yeah, or then I'll watch the horror and the the murders and all of that sort of stuff. You know, the the gritty TV that she won't watch, but. Um, a light just turned on behind you, then, Rich. That could have been could have been dangerous in the no, in the bathroom. That, that, that was Cora. That was Cora's bedroom, <laughs> so I think she. But oh, um, thank, thank goodness. The, the thing winds up more about that Love Island thing is the fact it does make news and like makes it does make Twitter. It's amazing, and, isn't it? It makes yeah. your news, makes your news it, channel. So so it peaked at four million, which to me doesn't sound like that many, but uh, apparently it is. In the in the new world, but you know, only fools and horses used to get sort of 10, 20 million, didn't it? Oh, when you when yeah. you think of the millions of votes for Brexit, and it nothing uh, surprises me how many people watch it. So yeah. exactly. But also, but I think there's there's only fools and horses was on TV. There's, there were yeah. only four, five, four, four channels. Four channels yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. And if you were on so, yeah. TV, you were you were famous, and, right? And only so. only fools and horses flopped first time around. It was only it did. It, it only successful when there was strikes and they had to replay it because they weren't making new programs. So people mm. that's that's all they could watch. That's why it was successful. Okay, well, uh, I'll just tick tick that box. Get a rant from Rich about Love Island. I didn't mean for it to go down the road quite so deep as yeah, it did. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, uh, with the family. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. We're, we're, we will um, obviously pass on that. But yeah, I think shock, I shock, 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 What's her name again? Sarah. What? What Laura, was it? Laura Whitmore. Oh, she looks right. Whit- 
Yeah, Laura Whitmore, I, I remember not Sarah, used... not Sarah Whitmore. Is, well, that not, diff- is that another presenter? Is Sarah it? Whitmore that... was um, a pop star, wasn't she? So what about the idiot who narrates it, who's her husband, isn't it? Like Ian yeah, Sterling. so that, her husband has done it all along. But prior to the three seasons ago, it was um, obviously Caroline Flack. She took over for one season and then uh, stayed for the next two, basically. But she said it was only supposed to be for for one season. Um, but now she's got other projects that are clashing with when they want her to do the next one. So he'll stay. Sounds, sounds like Nigel Pearson. Yeah, he, he'll stay because he is the voice of Love Island. So, um yeah, well, that, that Love Island conversation lasted longer than I thought it would. Right. Um, random questions. Um, so, Rich, first, do you do you ever do or do you do a lot an online shop or do you venture to the shops? I only do online shop when it's things like I needed some hydrogen peroxide, so I bought some of that. I'm, 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 <laughs> no, I mean like a grocery shop. Oh, no, no, no. Why did no, you no, need no. hydrogen peroxide? Are you dyeing your hair? It's to, no. to dye his hair or clear the no. wax out of his ears. Sorry. It was, it's a cleaning product. It's not a hair dyeing product. A lot of my T-shirts, if someone can tell me a, a deodorant that doesn't mark when you, as soon as you put it on, all this invisible stuff is bollocks. Because as soon as I put a T-shirt on, I got white stripes on the bottom of it. I got, some of my T-shirts got like cardboard armpits. Yeah. Where the deodorant's <laughs> just, So apparently that hydrogen peroxide, white vinegar, baking soda and some washing out liquid um, is a good thing to, so I'm going to try it. I just, just thought I'd give it a go. Okay. I'll, no, I'll let you know on the next podcast what the results I, are. I, I honestly this don't this save me a good 10 shirt. Well, also, your your polo shirts are all Fred Perry, which are like 75 quid a pop, aren't they? Yeah. So You uh, always look immaculate in them as well, Rich. Top button. Does. Top button, yeah. Have you ever seen anybody wearing a Fred Perry without a top button? Though? Is, that, is that how you're supposed to wear it, Rich? Because oh, I've, yeah. I've never had a Fred Perry. Treat yourself, mate. On your redundancy money. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, a, there's a, a, a Fred Perry flagship in Covent Garden, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. so I'll go there, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Rich color, sent me. What colour are you thinking? Well, I think red is actually a good colour to have. Um, white, yeah, I'm not sure. It just makes me look a bit pasty, but um, black is always a safe bet, isn't it? But yeah, I don't know if you get yeah. me black, right? Yeah, black and yeah, black yeah. Gold, a gold. Yeah. So that's good for hiding your kind of excess you probably, That's why I wear black T-shirts now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can probably get pretty much any colour, can't you? Yeah. Don't they, oh, there's... You can get, yeah. Three peeps green, for example. Hundreds. Yeah, that's about the same. Three but peeps that's, green. Yeah, yeah. That's why I bought hydrogen peroxide. But no, when it comes to food, I didn't, I'd just go to the shop. But can I just go back to your original question? I don't think I've ever experienced that. So I must be using the oh, correct okay. deodorant. Um so which what are you is using? Roll-on spray? no, no spray like Nivea sensitive. I think it is. It's like a white bottle with blue, a blue dispenser top. And do you wait? Do you like spray them pit tissue on straight away? Do you get away with that? Or um, I spray in the bathroom, go upstairs and put it on. So there's probably a window of about 60 seconds in there. Yeah. All right. All right. Welcome I've... to men's grooming on Three Peaks of the Podcast. Uh, <laughs> I... Tune in next week when we discuss uh, moisturizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, good moisturizer, yeah. by the way. Nothing the wrong future, with that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, Rich, you do, you've never done an online grocery shop? Never done an online grocery shop, no. Because Chris, okay. she, like, she likes to venture out on a Wednesday every month to Yates. Then she takes her mum with her. So uh, yeah. they, do all, they do all then, really. Okay. Duncan, I mean, so just on me, during the prior to the pandemic we started doing online shopping um and because we were you know already signed up to ocado at the time 
uh, and we're still with them now. That was priceless during the pandemic because we book we were able to book a slot every Sunday morning. So for the past Sunday mornings for the last three plus years, we've had our weekly shop delivered to the door, which you know, uh, particularly during the pandemic was was priceless. So well, more than happy to do well. that. I guess that saves you packing up the kids and. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and uh, I think we're gonna try and you know because Aldi and Lidl's great, but. You can't you can't do an online shop. You can do click and collect, but you have to pay sort of five pound a time. Um, but yeah, we're going to try and sort of does mix it, it up a little bit. Does forward. it make you feel really wealthy that you've got Ocado bringing your? Is that that's Waitrose stuff, isn't it? No, no, um, no. It's Marks and Spencers now. <laughs> is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But but they've got Ocado's own brand for a lot of it, which is right. you know on par with Tesco and ASDA and that sort of thing in terms right. of price. So very rarely will we get the M&S stuff unless it's on like a buy, buy three for five pound or, right. or, or, or what is See, it, two, can di- two can dine for 10 pound or something like that. It always reminds me of, um, what was that one that had Patricia Hodge in it? What was it called? She was really keeping up appearances, keeping up appearances. Right. And she insists that she bought a sofa or something, but she bought it from a retailer that had a Royal Warren. Right. And then they made it deliver, but made sure the delivery van had a Royal Warrant on it so all the neighbours could see it. So that, to me, feels like it's a keeping up appearances Royal Warrant kind of yeah, sketch. Just, just parking the van there for a few minutes. Yeah. Well, and obviously talking of keeping up appearances, uh, Josephine Tucson played Elizabeth, the next door neighbour. Oh, yeah, she passed, didn't she? Passed away a couple of days yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, she was, yeah. yeah, she was. Um, that that really 91. was a good show, wasn't it? Oh, 91 it, oh yeah. fantastic you know uh, um all the characters all the characters in that were brilliant she's yeah still, so, uh, she's still alive isn't she? i think her and, yeah. and emmett are still alive aren't they yeah 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 what was the son called who you never saw who had sheridan sheridan yeah. sheridan that was it yeah <laughs> I, was, I just love the theme of sheridan throughout that it's hilarious it's, it? it's, it's, my, just, it's my son it's my son it's my son <laughs> But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to segue something now about Aldi because this, this was going to be my little rant um, and it's happened to me a couple of times now you, you know uh, Aldi at Lumber Green Patch don't know if you've mentioned mm-hmm. there but like, like most supermarkets you've got the disabled bays and the children bays yeah obviously right next to the front door the amount of people who park there with no children in the car in the, they, don't tend, they don't tend to park in the disabled bay as mm. much blatantly like taking a mickey but a lot of people seem to park in the children's bay they have not a child. I walked and I can't see any babysit at all. And it, I, you don't say anything because it ends up being a fight. But one time I got there and some woman parked in the disabled bay and she kind of skipped out and went shopping. I said, you're, you're in this disabled bay there. You're not supposed to park there. And she goes, oh, my husband's disabled. He didn't even, he didn't even leave the car. So how, you still shouldn't park there, should you? you should, I bet she can still... You. She can still display the the badge because they probably she probably uses the badge, and, and actually she, she was alright to walk off, and she might be using well to get his shopping. So I think that is allowed, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. He didn't get out, did he? Do I sound okay? Because my headset just died. It, yeah, it does. Uh, sound sounds different, but yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So that that is an interesting one, but yeah, the amount of people who who park in disabled bays who haven't got a badge or a disability yeah. um, is is something else that that riles me. Yeah, me too. I, 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 I find they do it more in the children's like parking where you should have like, obviously access to a, the yeah. side uh, door and things like that. But no, matter people who do it, it's a stominal. 
That's a word. Okay. Uh, what was that word? <laughs> no, a stomino. Abominable. No, a strom. A strom. Don't know. I don't know. We've created two new words so far in less than Stominal. ten minutes, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we do. Um, I'm stick with that. So something else, um, and there's one. There's one amongst us, and uh, they're on the rise. Blue tick ninjas. Do you know what I mean by blue tick ninjas? Got to it must be, be something to do with certifying something on Instagram, yeah. is it? Or people, no? people on WhatsApp who who oh, disable yeah. read receipts. And I've noticed that Duncan's fallen into that camp. Well, I've not done it intentionally, Patch. I just don't know what the setting is, right? <laughs> what, what, so what happens? Mine shows only one tick or two ticks or something. No, so, if, so if I messaged you earlier just to sort of say, yeah. you paper tonight, et cetera. Yeah. Once you read it, so once Rich reads my WhatsApp messages, it goes blue, yeah. tick, blue tick for yeah. scene. One's for delivered. One, uh, one no, white not, tick it's, for it's delivered. Two, it's two grey for delivered, two blue for red. Yeah, for red. So I don't know why it's, I don't know why it's two, two blue for red. Red, as in yeah. as in you've read, you've it, read it. Yeah, the yeah. color. So two grey. Um, we, we can see it's been delivered to somebody. I have no idea how to change. I, that I, think, I think it's, I think it's one grey if it's in a group chat. It's two grey if you if it's just like a. Yeah, if it's in a group chat, it only goes double double blue if everyone's read it. Everyone's read it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So right, I can I can I can show you how to fix that, Duncan. So, uh, so okay, you can get back on board. Um. Right. Do you, often... you did you just say that to get me to put two ticks because it's irritating you? And well, no, but I, you're irritated by the fact that I don't know how to do it. No, no. I was going to mention it before I even noticed that you you were one of them, so right. it became more relevant. Um, what, what does this indicate, though? This indicates that you don't you're not sure if I've read a message or not. Then is that what that tells you? Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, the, the thing is, Dunk, if you don't read it, he then texts you as well. He uses all different mediums to get to you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tweet you or I'll, I'll send you an email. Stalker. Yeah, yeah. It'd drive to your eyes if you asked him. Yeah. <laughs> right. You must have all used health spas in the past, some to more degree than others, you know, whether yeah. you're on holiday or you've got one at your gym or whatever. Yeah. So, so what I want to know is you've got a steam room, an aromatherapy yeah. room, a sauna, a salt sauna, ceramic beds for relaxation, ice showers, plunge pools, hot tubs, okay, all these things. Say you've got all of them at your disposable disposal, disposal. What which do you use first? Do you go for I mean, the sauna? My, my, do you go for the cold? So my my gym in Canary Wharf has all of that, pretty much all of those things, right? Um, yeah. But I prefer the steam room over a sauna. I think I can I can enjoy a steam a lot more. Normally, do your workout, shower, steam, enjoy the steam, and then just go and shower afterwards. Otherwise, you can be there for like all day. Yeah. I used to, um, when I used to live in East London, uh, Barkingside had this really fantastic kind of Turkish bath where it had a really, really hot one, a medium one, and then a massage tables where it was like you get together with all these other men and they wash you down with like a mop head and all that kind of stuff. They, they were good. And it had a plunge pool and that was fantastic to do. You should have went to a private club, Dunk. It was. <laughs> it, my first time, I didn't know any of this kind of stuff happened, right? And then this guy said, oh, if you just want to lay down, I'll 
I'll, I'll, I'll soap you, I'll soap you off, right? And it was just like these grizzled kind of Eastenders in there, a lot of, a lot of cab drivers and all this kind of stuff. And then it's like a, there was, if you can imagine what it must have been like in the fifties, it was exactly yeah. the same, right? So really hot room, medium room, plunge pool, and then it had a rest area where it had like sun loungers. And then you've got someone who'll come and take your order. And you can have like a toasted sandwich, and they they love this drink called a. It was kind of milk, mixed with a soft drink. What the hell did they call these things? Um, milk. It was milk. Yeah. That sounds horrendous. Sorry, it, milk it was horrendous. But they used to love this, right? But part of it was also you get on the slab, and then these guys would kind of, with a with a genuine mop head, like soap you down and really rub you down and all that kind of kind of equivalent. I don't know if you've ever been to a hammam in turkey or something like that it's not quite as aggressive aggressive as that but my first time i think what the hell's going on here like <laughs> but like it's but afterwards you come out and it's oh that feels amazing but the plunge pool thing it's it terrifying right because you are really really hot and then you get into re- and it takes your breath away i don't know if you've ever done it or not yeah but it is it's such a shock to the system yeah well, they reckon a cold shower is a lot more helpful than just a shower, don't they? It, it is. But it I've is. Always, I've, I've always bottled it. I've never kind of got that stage yet. My son is a big cold shower guy. He loves it. He loves a cold shower. In fact, on the beach in UK, they, they had one of those kind of one of those showers. Big sandal. Been, yeah, the big, big sandal. Yeah, you know yeah, it, right? On yeah, official yeah. beach, freezing uh, cold, and he was. Yeah, and he would just sit stand under that for as long as he could. Loved it, yeah. Awesome. I, it so, I mean, I, I intend to find out the, the correct answer, if there is a correct answer, um, of how, how you should use these in which order. Um, David Lloyd over the road um, has got all of that. But people, I don't think everyone or many people know how to correctly use it. If you just go in the steam room for one minute, it's not going to do anything for you. It's just you're, yeah. going, you're going in there just for the sake of it, really, just to say, oh, I'll wait in the what steam room. Use them, do you? Yeah, they're two different treatments, Patch. I mean, uh, it's either sauna. Yeah, is, but if you just, yeah, I mean, if you go in the sauna for a minute, it's not going to do anything for you. You have no. to be in there for a certain amount of time to get the desired yeah. effect, which is to open your pores, clean your pores yep. out, go out and have a shower, clean it out. Um, I guess the steam room is for, you know, take a deep breath and it Exfo- sort of exfoliating, moisturizes yeah. your lungs, <laughs> etc. Um, but yeah, no. It's, it, I just, I just wondered if, uh, if there, uh, if there is a correct order or a, a best way of doing things. Um, but I, I intend to find out. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't mind doing a bit of winter swimming, but the way our rivers are at the minute, I don't, I don't think I really want to bother. Yeah. So what is going on you... with that? What is going on with that? Are they suddenly saying that a bit like the energy price cap rise, they're going to suddenly allow sewage into the seas? Well, it's because we know we know under EU regulations, are we? EU got all our beaches back in order and things like that. They, they cleansed us up because of their regulations. But now it's under UK law. All the tourists voted for pumping raw sewage back into the sea. So it's a, it's a UK law now, isn't it? We ain't got to abide mm. by the EU anymore. Yeah, but still, common sense surely says don't pump sewage into the sea. Have you seen the tourists? Have you seen a Tory party? I haven't. Not personally. Thank goodness. Oh. Right. Duncan, in Bristol now... There is a congestion charge coming in for vehicles that are, I'm not sure exactly, but diesel or unleaded before 2005 or something like that. Obviously, you living in London have had this for many, many years. Will it have the desired effect in Bristol? Um, and how does it kind of work in London? Do people avoid it or do they just pay the charge? No, they've. well, I mean, what they've tried to do, and they've always done it like electric cars or 
uh, hybrids have always been exempt from the congestion charge right from day one right and it's been it's been in london for like 15 years possibly more now right um then they brought out the, what they call the U, ulaz um ultra low emission zone so again, it was just like, if you're going past a certain point coming into London, like particularly if you've got a truck or a van or something like that, then you were the, the charge was pretty high, right? Um, so obviously that's got to be factored in. But I think what the, what's happened in London is that there's been a noticeable shift towards kind of hybrid motoring or kind of using uh, public uh, using a lot more public transport as well but I think it will have it I think it's a it's a positive I mean there's a couple of benefits to this creates revenue for further support uh, but also it really does mean that it, unhealthy vehicles particularly high emission vehicles as well will improve not having them come into the city will improve the air quality of, of Bristol so it's actually a, it is a very very good thing it's expensive but of course if you've got a, a 15 or 20 year old car yeah I mean you've got to pay for it right otherwise you've got to you've got to think about changing it it's not fair for a lot of people as well it's an expensive it's an expensive buying a car or whatever but mm. i think it's really just that we do and it's it's quite a positive step i think we do need to shift towards that kind of cleaner energy kind of more considerate to things like air quality as well and you know now, now we've just encountered what is a about to be a drought and a, a pretty significant heat wave and there hasn't been a lot of airflow either mm. you know th these are the sort of things that they're trying to take into account so i actually do think it's a positive thing oh it's definitely a positive thing i yeah. just wonder how how people sort of you know react to it and obviously it made it made me select an unleaded car over a yeah. diesel car but we were taught we were told yeah, sort of five day, six yeah. years ago whenever it was that yeah. get get a diesel car get a you diesel know? yeah <laughs> Well, yeah. In fact, in fact, when I got when I had a diesel, I didn't pay any road tax. It's supposed to be this low emission vehicle. Yeah, that's, yeah. That spun right. That spun right quickly. Yeah. But in terms of in London, obviously, fifteen years you've had it. Yeah. In terms of the environment and everything like that, is it measurable? Is it visible? Well, I, also the other the other benefit of it is it reduces the amount of traffic in the city as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's only a small part. It's the city of London, part of Westminster. It's not a big. It's probably the size of Bristol, I would think, the, the congestion zone anyway. But again, mm. it was just to kind of relieve the amount of traffic. And that definitely has a... Yeah, and encourage... know the stats on that, but I, yeah, exactly. but I imagine it's probably reduced the amount of traffic flow going through the city, for sure. And it's probably encouraged more people to use public transport and yeah. the tube, you know, et cetera. Yeah. So, what's your thing, They're trying to get people off the road by bringing these things in, yeah, keeping cars off the road. What's your thoughts on Grant Schnapps saying that cyclists should now start paying insurance and having number plates on their bikes? So when we're trying to get people off the roads in cars, yeah, cycling because it's healthy, and now they're yeah. going to start charging people to do that. So I think I don't know about the number plates thing. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work on a on a bike unless there's places in Europe that I've got a proven model. But I I do think it is a bit silly that cyclists can get on the road without insurance. I mean, I, I cycle. Um, but also, there's there's no law to make you wear a helmet either, right? It's kind of, I, I just wouldn't, yeah, the, the insurance thing is an interesting one, that, because while, you know, you've got your own power and you've invested in the bike, it's just the impact this might, you know, if you just run into somebody or you bash into a car, um, you should be just as liable as a car bashing into you, right? I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's an interest, that, that's an interesting one. I don't know if any European cities have it. I mean, I, I you know, I was a couple of, a few years ago, I was in Copenhagen. And there's definitely more bikes than cars there, and they'd got a brilliant infrastructure there. Yeah. But also, the cyclists weren't sharing the road. There was a, a clear division between the cycle routes and the roads as well. 
Um, and we're, we're seeing it a bit of it. It's definitely yeah, improved Bristol. I've I cycle a lot like, yeah. from, from here to, into the city centre on the weekend. And there's yeah. prop, a proper cycle network through the centre now. You, yeah. you, know, yeah. you haven't really got to follow the routes. It literally cuts through the middle and it's really good. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. The other thing, the other thing that outside of congestion charges they've got in the centre now in, and around Bristol is bus gates. So it's basically um, sections of road that you can't go down or go through, or you'll get a a, a bus lane fine effectively. And yeah, it's a whole centre. Yeah, they put them in all over the place. So I got I got a fine, and the, the literally the bus gate had been there about two weeks at this point, and I'd always gone that way. And when when you're almost on autopilot driving through city centre. You don't you don't see it. The signage wasn't that great, to be fair. It was just on the road, nothing on the side. So uh, yeah, if you're driving through Bristol city centre, basically do a, don't bother. Do they have like a park and ride facility in Bristol? Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, because they're yeah, really good. At it. Yeah, because when I was um, again in Cornwall, that I went to um, Truro, Truro, yeah, and they'd got this uh, brilliant like loads of space. Buses like every ten minutes, straight in. Parking was like I don't know three quid or something. It was absolutely brilliant. That. That's my that's my one little thing about the park and ride in Brisbane, Bristol is you pay per person. To me, you should just pay one a one fare. You've only parked you one car. You've only yeah, yeah I agree. Car, so. Yeah, because it would encourage it would encourage people to car share, I guess, as well, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I use the metro. So I go I go into the office once or twice a week at the moment, and I use the metro, which I'm lucky enough to live right on the metro bus line. And yes, it's not got a fully um, a fully designated lane all the way in, probably about half the way. But it's still, you know, you can walk up to the bus stop, get your head down, watch something on your phone or listen to something. And within 30, 35 minutes, I'm in the city centre. Uh, so that seems to be working really well. I mean, it would work much better if better if it had its own lane all the way in because it wouldn't take very long at all. Um, but yeah. What, what, I've, what I've been YouTubing a lot recently, I'm getting quite... Not addicted, but get more addicted, interested in Teslas. Okay. That, that's, that's, that's caught my imagination. I think you're just waiting for the Apple electric car, though, surely. Oh, no, I, I always thought I'd stick with Audi, but the videos I've seen with Tesla, like with the big screen and the autopilot and what it can do, I'm quite interested in it, really. If you want yeah. one in, if you want one in like two years' time, order it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what models Jamie got, do you know? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. The Model 3 or something, I'm not, I'm not sure. However, um, he is waiting for a replacement windscreen. Um, it's got a crack in it that started that big, and now it's got going all the way across. And um, they just can't get them. He's, he's, right. he's on a waiting list to get a replacement windscreen. So they've exploded that much in popularity. Oh, you see loads now on the road. That you can't can't get them for love nor money, or obviously parts is also a problem. So yeah, think that through. Um, the next James Bond was a topic I wanted to discuss. The odds on favourite is now Henry Cavill, who is Superman of recent years. Um, obviously, he's a. Ob- I say obviously he's American. He is American, isn't he? No, he's English. He he's is an English. English guy. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good thing. I was going to say, obviously, he's an actor, so he can put on whatever accent he wants. Obviously, like Tom Hardy's on like there. Dick Van Dyke did. Um, it's, it's Maori Papa. <laughs> He's born in Jersey, in fact. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, he's got the look. 
of, it, of a I James think he's Bond. probably a, yeah, but if you think about the style of James Bond, you know, uh, you know the Daniel Craig one, it was kind of mm. a bit darker, a bit edgier, and whatever. I think they cast they cast Daniel Craig perfectly. I think Henry oh, Cavill yeah. looks way too chiselled. I think he's kind of it seems like a bit too obvious. It'd be interesting to know who else is who else is on the list then. Uh, so from from memory, there was Tom Hardy, um, there was Idris Elba. There yeah, Idris, was... Idris Elba would be a good James Bond. I'd, I'd love it if they cast him. I think that would be great. Yeah. What he's not, he's not, he's, he, he couldn't be James Bond, can he? Because James Bond's supposed to be the same person. I've always said yeah, it. I've always I know said what it. you mean. I, I always said it. If Bill Roach died and they want to keep, uh, what's his name, in Coronation Street, What's his name? Who does he play in Crown Street? Bill Roach. Oh, um, oh, oh, God. Uh, there's everyone, everyone listening to this is screaming yeah, at the right, minute. Right. Ken Barlow. Ken, Ken Barlow. Barlow. Yeah. So say, say, Ken Bar- say Ken Barlow was at an ongoing story going and, yeah. he, and, he, and he met his maker like Leonard Pierce did in Only Fours and Orances and they cast Lenny Henry or his actor. It don't work, does it? It's supposed to be the same character. I know where you're going. same person. I know where you're going with this. If I use it just about make another film just use him as a as a different character in a different film why has he got to yeah. play james bond just out of this equality but like so, so daniel craig's version of james bond um spoiler alert forward on one minute if you haven't yet seen time to time to die um yeah. but but he dies at the end right yeah so he's it's, james bond will return it says at the end so it'll come back as a different i don't know how to do yeah. it different timeline because james bond could also be a code it might not be that per it could be a code name 007 it works, is the, it works with doctor who yeah doctor who yeah. that works because they met they he met more says what reasons with different yeah character. yeah but with a, an ongoing character i just don't think it works yeah and yeah, i mean other, i mean i mean said oh it's got to be a white man blah blah that is no 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 that's, yeah. that's me saying if they made barry oscott four and pit tom cruise in it as axel foley <laughs> that would that, that wouldn't sit right with me either so it's yeah. with the same especially the same characters like it's a an ongoing story. Yeah. So the the other the other options: Tom Hardy, um, Aidan Turner, who played, um, he was in Tom, yeah. the Jamaica Inn. In with the chest. Was it, was it no, Jamaica Poldark. Inn? He was in Poldark. Pol, Poldark. That's Poldark. It. Oh yeah. Poldark. Um, Top, what yeah. is it? Topless saving. That's what it's yeah. known for, isn't it? Every yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah James Norton. Something, right? James Norton, Muck Mafia. That chap. No. Yeah, yeah, he could be. A, yeah, could be a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Richard Madden, who was my pick a few years ago, who was the guy in the Bodyguard, and he was in. Oh yeah, Elton, he yeah, the Elton John thing as well. Yeah, are these photos all from your camera roll? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pictures <laughs> of pictures of many really loves. Yeah, yeah. I, I go. It's on. It's on Ladbrokes. Album. It's on Ladbrokes.com. Um, yeah. Odds for odds for the next James Bond. So Henry Cavill is two to one. Plus, how, how, how old is it, Albert, nowadays? He must be in his 40s, I'm saying. 40s, 40s. Uh, he's probably, yeah, got, got to be. Yeah, he got to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Henry Cavill has actually been... Um, so it says, Cavill initially took over his favourite in June following a flurry of bets prompted by a video posted on his Instagram account promoting number one botanicals herbal drinks. Uh, the 39-year-old Superman and Witcher actor is seen leaving a tailor's on Savile Row where he parked outside in a silver Aston Martin. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, could be, it could be promoting his personal brand a little bit there. Well, as well yeah. Maybe. No, exactly. Yeah. You know what? Daniel uh, Craig got cast um, or got on the radar. You've seen the film Layer Cake, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a bit where he's kind of going through a building holding a gun in a very James Bond style. That's what got him on the radar of uh, the oh, producers. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, and if you watch Lair Cage again, you can see you can see how he why he got cast. Yeah. Or why Lair he got Cage shortlisted for sure. It's a yeah. very good film. I'll tell you what else is a very good film. I don't think he's in it, but it's a similar sort of film. Uh, Rock and Roller. You ever Rock seen and that? Film? A good film, yeah. And there yeah. was supposed to be a there was supposed to be a sequel, but it never came. Right. To Rock and Roller. Did you watch um have you guys watched the Top Gun sequel? Yes, twice. No. You've seen it twice, yeah. I've only seen it once. What about you, Rich? I'm not a big fan of cinemas, Dunk, so I might watch it. I know you need to watch it on the big screen, but... I'd... Yeah, well, you definitely a, need to watch a, that on the big screen. A, I need to watch number one again to get myself back in the yeah. feel of it. But what I will say, since I reckon February to now, I haven't watched anything, but I don't know if it's the, the summer months, I just haven't got... I haven't got myself into anything. Yeah. I need, to, I need, I need I to watch Paper it. Kai, I need to watch Stranger Things, I need to watch I need to watch Trying <laughs> on Apple TV. There's loads of things I need to watch, but I just haven't... Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean, though. You sit down on the night, especially, especially when it's hot, and you just... I just can't sort of focus on yeah. on stuff like that. Um, I'll get to rec- we'll get to recommendations in a minute. We'll do before we come to what we've been watching. Obviously, Rich is going to be very I, I, Rich is going to be very low. No, I did. I did watch a I did watch a comedy series. I thought I didn't. I went oh, good. Right, so I did. I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. Um, I actually watched Wedding Singer the other night. That's what prompted my little thing at this very start about when you went all inclusive and you said, um, you know, is it free? It's not. It's included. You know, it's something you felt already paid for because he's on the flight when he's chasing after Julie. Um, she's gone off to Vegas to get married. And um, he's in the only ticket he could get was first class. So they bring around all, all like the champagne and everything. And he said, he goes, is, is this free? He's, and then she says, yes, sir. But it's not. It's complimentary. It's it's included. Uh, OK, I got Do you, you know what I mean? OK. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the best part of that, that film. Best part of that film is just the start where he sings a. You spin me around. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great start to a film, that is. And then he's got his 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 uh, band, and one of the guys in there looks like Boy George, and he only ever sings <laughs> "Come a Chameleon." That was, um, <laughs> no, that do was, you really um, want to hurt me? Do you really want to hurt me? That's one of the Arquette brothers, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, so yeah. I think, I, I think now it's you right mention now, it, but yeah, now you mention it, yeah, you're probably right. Um, right. Have you got a rant? I mean, it's been quite a ranty podcast so far, but have you got a, a specific Rich's rant, Rich? No, my, my, my rant was going to be the people parking in Chard Bays and Aldi. I, just bought, mm. I, bought, I bought it in a bit earlier on, on the topic. Okay. All right. But, well, did, um, but, but, but hang on. Before we hit record, though, we had... Um, we're, I'm going to get my charger, but carry on. All right. Because, um, yeah, before we hit record today, uh, Rich and I were talking about Larry Grayson, about some of the old oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 70s... 70s uh, style entertainment as well it's, and how different kind of TV is nowadays right Rich? Yeah well, well I sent you we said Larry Grayson obviously we both know more than once it's something, something that Andek are aspiring to be I mean they've been trying for like 20 years but it kept, that reached that that level for me yeah uh, Larry Grayson was good yeah. family wholesome comedy yeah, but it, I think it kind of I, I mean I think Rich I'm and not, I I'm were very that. similar in age right but it was just like generation game on a Saturday night proper family entertainment wasn't it yeah. and Larry yeah, and Grayson it, yeah, doing and that it, and it was Joe Public on the stage wasn't it it wasn't like a yeah. celebrity special it was It was. Yeah. back in those days when it's like obviously bullseye things like it was like your Joe Public taking part whereas yeah. now it just seems to be an ITV family celebrity special every week yeah they're all on each other's programs you know what I mean yeah Patch what are you doing are you just walking around your house yeah I had to get my charger from my Mac oh is that what it is alright vintage 1981 you born I, in 81 Rich oh Patch. 71 yeah i was born in 81 yeah wow in fact patch you bought me the 71 version didn't you i did yeah in fact somebody recently said i i think it might have been john who said he can't believe you're 10 years younger than me yeah no 
Yeah. Bad paper. But around. you look so young, though. That's the thing, Rich. Right? Oh, it is. I look look up to myself, don't. Yeah. But um, yeah. When, when we were discussing that in deck, you dropped the bombshell that you appeared on. I did. Oh, yes. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, so I, I I think if anybody can remember from previous podcasts, they may know that I've played a bit of ukulele. I've been heavily involved in music. We've done loads oh, yes. of gigs around. Of course you were. I Bristol, right? But I so I'd got a call weirdly a couple of calls on the same sort of month or so first one was from a uk rapper can you believe it called ant deco and i'm not making it up he's called ant deco he said i've seen you playing ukulele on instagram would you come down and just record a video with me so i'm on a i'm on a rap video right at the beginning playing ukulele in the middle of shoreditch or something like that for this for this track anyway that must have got posted and then i got a call off itv the producers on the ITV saying, um, I've seen, we've seen some videos of you playing ukulele. Any chance you might be free to come and join us on Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway, right? <laughs> I went, are, are you joking? Is this like a, a joke? Yeah, no, 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 it's really serious. You, you get paid for it. Um, you need to come down for rehearsal. If you can find someone else to play as well, that'd be great. Well, obviously I'm in a band, right? So, yeah. I, I, so Gordon and I just went down and, and played and we rehearsed for like two or three days. It was really great. It was on the South Bank in London. Um, and then we got onto the live show, and I did. I didn't tell anybody about this. And then the day this happened, right? This because I've never seen the show, right? I've never. I've, I'm aware of it, but I've never watched it. Anyway, my Facebook was going nuts. It was saying, "Have I just seen you on Saturday Night Takeaway?" So I'm playing <laughs> ukulele, and it was um, the hundredth show. The reason I got picked up for it is that it was their hundredth show, um, and we got to rehearse with like Alfie Bow, Michael Ball, Paul Potts. Cuba Gooding Jr., um, Sophie Ellis Bexter. They were like all these other celebrities that, to be honest, I know the celebrities, I just don't know who they are. So we got like a few <laughs> days on that, and then I got like, five or six hundred quid for doing it. It was great. Wow. Yeah. That's so what amazing. Was, what, what was actually doing? Just you're all playing. Play, I, and I, oh, this is the thing, right? They said, learn how to play Bring Me Sunshine, Morecambe and Wise, right? So I learned the song. Um, and it's easy to play on the ukulele, right? And they said, oh, we don't need you to actually play. We just need you to, to play along to it. <laughs> so I learned this song, like, and it was just like, all I had to do was just be in the background play. Anyway, so it was like three days of rehearsal for like so literally could have got screen time, right? They could have got anyone to do it. They could have really? got anyone to do it. Oh, and that's the other thing is that they, they provided like a costume for me, everything. It was great. But um, they had um, one of these kind of gospel choirs as part of the thing as well. And I was, you know, we were rehearsing with them. Honestly, they were fantastic. Their vocals and everything was great. So in the yeah, in the in the rehearsal rooms, they're all singing like trying to warm up their voices. But it was done genuinely live. It was a it was a really good. It was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, I reckon I saw that. I you might I have done. Yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah. I and it's on it. YouTube. You can find it. So um, I don't know if you want to put the links in the. Put the links in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> put the links in the thing. Right, where you can. There's a link to me playing ukulele on a UK artists um rap video and then uh yeah me on uh, saturday night takeaway yeah. yeah yeah brilliant right yeah. let's um let's go to room of doom and um i will put the jingle in on still this, dragging so. this room of doom out there 360 yeah. episodes well, later it's, right? it's episode 178 of the regular show so yeah, uh, so, yeah. the regular show yeah it's got, it's got to a stage yeah. where i have to google what annoys other people exactly yeah. exactly just so i can say something um, right, so we'll go to the jingle written and performed by Duncan Kelman. That's right.
Okay, so Rich, do you want to go first for uh, a Room of Doom? Yeah, and it isn't. I got a good telly. I got 4K telly. I got 4K Apple TV. But what winds up is films where the scene is so dark, I can't even make out what's going on. And I'm, I'm pulling, yeah. cur- I'm pulling curtains. I'm turning every light off. I, sometimes I just can't make it out. It's usually love making scenes as well, which you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's when the scenes are so dark. I mean, I got past the mumbling stage or the I put the subtitles on sometimes. But when it's just so dark and you can't, you can't even work out what's going on. And sometimes yeah. some films, some films are like that all the way through. If you get a film where it's like kind of a thriller, so most things happen at night, it just it does. Like, I just I end, I end up switching off because kind of I, I get that a little bit as well, and it might be because I haven't got a five hundred pound soundbar, but I've got a you know one hundred and fifty pound decent ish soundbar. But sometimes the audio, you turn that up, and then all of a sudden, like the music or yeah, some some sound in. effects come in, and it's like bang, really loud. Um, that's frustrating, but yeah, no, I, I mean, Rich, going back many, many years, I, I didn't watch the old Batman films because they were just so dark. Yeah, and on the TVs back then as well, on the old uh, VHS. Yeah, so I, I completely understand where you're coming from with that one. That's your, that's your point about loudness. Did you know that adverts are extra loud because they know that people go out and make a cup of tea in the, in the break. So you can right? sit here and, yeah. so you can sit here and from the other yeah. room. Yes, I'm sure about that somewhere. But adverts, you know, I don't watch any live TV anymore, so I, I very either. rarely see any adverts anymore. Yeah, but even, even when you watch, even when you catch up on all four things, out, they throw the adverts out, you don't know, unless you pay. Oh, yeah, if you're watching you on all four or that. something. But yeah, I just, you know, zone out when they come on. Honestly, like, I used to, we didn't have a choice, did we? We used to have to watch the adverts. Yeah. Um, and we probably knew all the adverts as well. Oh, you know, so like your right? yeah. Yellow Everybody Pages and your J.R. Hartley and all of that jazz. Um, yeah. But yeah. Right, good one, Rich. Um, Duncan. So my last rumour doom was to do with Cornwall, right? Do you remember I, I talked about like a seagull making the sun past him, right? <laughs> well, another experience. And I, 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 so we were at this campsite. They'd got like this entertainment. They had live music, all that. And it was really, really great. But towards the end of the night, right, it was a covers band. They, they started playing kind of Oasis songs, right? And I just wonder what makes pissed up, Cockneys and Northerners take off their shirt. Middle-aged men <laughs> with it, like they've got a good old, you know, they've got a good old physique on them. Shall we say, like you know, yeah. down a few pints and whatever. They have to take their shirts off and sing to, um, like, "Don't Look Back in Anger" or something, or "Live Forever" or whatever it was they were playing. And I'm there with my son. I'm just thinking. I mean, it, it, there's nothing better, honestly, than being on stage and having a having an audience interact with you, right? Having done mm. it for many, many years, right? But I just don't see the need for men to take off their shirts and sing at the top of their voices. It's just like, it's, it's really uncomfortable. My, my 13-year-old boy's going, what the hell's going on here? Right? Is it so, if that's a, a wedding party, there'd have been toys a lot around there. Isn't yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Is it in particular men who shouldn't be taking their shirts off? Exactly. Because of what's, exactly. what's yeah. underneath? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I, I, I don't know if it's kind of like a, uh, does this happen at football or something? I mean, I, it feels Sometimes. like it's a bit tribal, kind of Sometimes. like shouting, and they're all there over is. each other, and pints going everywhere. But I, I just more, don't I get the it's more shirts off thing. Uh, football. Yeah, there, there is a. Is it Sheffield Wednesday fan, Rich? You, yeah, well, I know. Yeah, I think they're, yeah. I think they're trying to show off that even though it's cold at there, they can still not wear yeah, shirts. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember being at a wedding up north, right? And um, in the it was at a working men's club, but in the reception they had to stop the reception, so. 
they could play bingo, right? So the old, so the old biddies could just go in and play half an hour of bingo. And at the end of it, at the end of this uh, wedding that was at, they started playing New York, New York, and everybody's doing that thing in the circle. But again, yeah. shirts off, kicking legs, like what the hell? Why? <laughs> Why? Traditionally, yeah. Right, uh, mine is false advertising, specifically at McDonald's. I went through the drive-thru the other day and thought, oh, that looks really nice. It was called like the Spicy Spaniard or the Spanish Stack or something. And I, You know, they do these like speciality ones for the summer and yeah, all that. Around the world. Well, that looks quality. I'll, I'll add that. I'll try that. You get it. You open it up and it's basically a Big Mac with an extra bit of salad or a, a spicy slice of cheese. It looks nothing like it's supposed to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, false advertising, particularly at places that like food establishments, such as McDonald's. Uh, all, what, what did you think? They're all made of wood, aren't they? Yeah, they're all what, made of what, wood and like paint and, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what did you think a spicy Spaniard <laughs> would be other than kind well, of like well, the no, menu I, off your rent boy list, menu or something I, like that, yeah, right? I just looked at the picture on the drive-through billboard, right? Because it's massive as you drive in. Like, try this new yeah. burger, yeah. And it looked quite appetising, but when what you get when you open it is is less so, right? In my opinion. Um, if so I yeah, go, if, if I go to McDonald's now, well, I have nothing else but a muck plant. Me too, okay. Rich. And that, yeah, and that yeah. me because I saving the planet. They taste amazing. They do. They're very good. Okay. I haven't tried one. I, I will do oh, on, on, very, on that very recommendation. Good. You yeah. do, you, do you have it with bun or lettuce wrap? They do like lettuce wraps or no bun or what? No, I have it with a side side of a veal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> between, yeah, between two <laughs> steaks. <laughs> no, it just yeah. comes well. If, yeah, it comes with fries or uh, it comes yeah. as a like a never burger word. You must have experienced that though. With with some, you buy something based on what you think it looks like, and then you get it, and it's nowhere near. Yeah, but every food on the advert is... Uh, yeah, it's all... Pictures, yeah. Everybody yeah, wouldn't like buy it, would you? Exactly. But, like, you know, let's go back to our good friend, um, Ice Cream Tacos. He puts pictures of his food on his on his Facebook page, and it's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah but he's not a multinational and, conglomerate, high-volume sales yeah. guy. This is a guy who cares about the craft of making food, right? Yeah, exactly. There yeah. we go. Right. Um, so let's recap. Rich Dark was darkness dark. on 4K TVs. Yeah, darkness yeah. on dark yeah, scenes. So before you say get a better telly, I've got a good telly. That's why. That's why exactly. Yeah. 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 First. Thank you. Um, Duncan was topless <laughs> northerners singing Don't Look Don't, Back. It doesn't have to be northerners. It's just topless, <laughs> middle-aged, aging men with well, great beer is, bellies singing this is... for some reason feeling that it's okay to take your shirt off at the end of the night and this is head off, very right? niche very niche yeah, this one yeah. um, and then false advertising specifically the spicy spanish stack spicy spaniard uh yeah, well now that you see you've just said that and you just reminded me of phoenix knights you know where he's got keith let remember that episode with keith laird keith the fire one he's talking about the spaniel a spaniel oh, yeah, yeah yeah a spaniel on his desk he's drawing a dog he's drawing a dog <laughs> i can't believe i can't believe that is not on a streaming that shit that is one of the best comedy yeah. Things ever made, I think that one. Well, yeah. that, 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 that and Peter Kay thing. That and, and early doors. And early doors. Yeah. Early doors? On... What's that one, Rich? It's set in a so it's written by Craig Cash. Uh, might be on Britbox, that one, Rich. Raw, Raw Family thing. They you know, played yeah. Dave from yeah. Raw Family. So him and a bloke called Phil Mealy. So it's just basically set in a pub in Manchester or Salford. Oh, I'll have to check that one out. And it, and it's got um 
Mark, Mark is Benson. Was, Mark Benson. You've got a lot of faces you'd recognise. He's right. been on three peeps. James McAvoy Mark was Benson. in the first series, I think. James McAvoy was the boyfriend before he was famous. You'll recognise it. It's just yeah, right. set in a pub. It's set in a pub. It's absolutely brilliant. It's comedy gold. Yeah. How you imagine a northern pub. Yeah. At four, four o'clock same, the same people that yeah. walk in and sit in the same seats. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. But having, you know, having some experience of northern working men's clubs, right? Being from the north originally, honestly, that Phoenix Nice is so close. Oh, I know it. Genius. I know it. Yeah, yeah, it is very, very good. Yeah, it is brilliant. And obviously, born out of Phoenix Nights is Clinton Baptiste, who's been yeah, on Clinton the podcast. Clinton Baptiste, yeah. And and yeah. he he's I'm obviously now on tour. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the he's on tour again with Ramon, his yeah. uh, arch nemesis. Oh yeah, <laughs> very very clever, very clever. Yeah, that's oh, brilliant. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try and get along to that. Um, so, Duncan, who are you going to vote for? Oh, gosh, that's a tough one, really. Uh, I'm going to go for false advertisers, Spicy oh. Spaniard. It's uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, the Rich. Spicy Sorry, Spaniard. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Rich? I was going to go with the topless people, because I, I think I've never suffered from false advertising, really. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of guess that you can like the picture. Yeah, remind me what yours was again, Rich. Films that are too dark. <laughs> Films that are too dark. Okay, yeah, not, not, like... not too dark as in the storyline. I mean, as in the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the scene. The scene. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it Duncan. I I I, I see where you're coming from. If if yeah. I had if I had a, a, a decent body, I probably would take my shirt off whilst I'm singing. Don't look back in anger. But right. you're, you're you were more specific. With, yeah. with your uh, your with your room of yeah. doom, so uh, so yeah, Duncan. Winner, Duncan excellent. Wins. I won it. Congratulations. Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I got a sort of semi rant, but I, I want to get your take on this. It's it's when you stay at a hotel or you go and park somewhere, and a bit like uh, where we play five aside, Rich. You have yeah. to put your registration number in, otherwise you get a hundred pound fine fine yeah. post. If, if parking's free. Switch it off for the five hours when we're up there playing five aside. You know, I can understand it when it's something else going on during the day and people are visiting the the college that's there or the or the event centre that's there and things like that. Um, but you know, but again, also, stay, stay at a hotel and you get free parking. Don't forget to put your your registration number in, otherwise you get a fine. Well, just you know, I'll, I'll give you my registration number ahead of time if you ask for it. But things like that I guess really wind up. There's always trying to sting you. But I think you, I think it's usually places either near a train station or near a shopping center. So they just think people are going to park there and mm. go off and yeah. do what they're going to do. I think that's why they do it. So you don't park in a yeah, public car do, park. But... And then... Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But it's if we drive there every week, take our registration number. So because it's not always on your mind, is it? To when you walk in, because uh, you've got a... rushing. Yeah, not if you're like you know, you're running a bit late. Yeah. But the number the number of people that they must have stung and they must have actually paid the fine is must be ridiculous. Well, uh, and again, unless you read the signage, then you're not going to know, are you? No, absolutely so, not. So I'm sure for the first week, I actually, start, I actually started paying for the first few weeks. They what, paying say, fine? Or you just assumed... Yeah, you, pay, you yeah. paid and displayed. Because you saw yeah. a ticket. You just thought, oh, you had to nowadays. But yeah. 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 What okay. happened to... Um... Eurovision, by the way, when, wasn't Bristol one of the cities being considered? Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, they didn't make the short, the shorter short list. Yeah, um, obviously, YTL Arena, who we've covered on the podcast and will do again soon. Um, they they would have to have massively accelerated, I think, in terms of their development. 
right um and lots of lots of temporary stands and things like that but um but yeah i don't know what who's left on the short list but i think cardiff birmingham maybe london not sure i, feel, I'm sure I, bet you, not no, I don't think london's in the running at all no really i don't think no, so okay. yeah okay yeah, I right i've got i think they're trying to shout out and i think they're trying to share the love yeah. i've got a quiz for you both quiz um so it's it's uh music quiz questions so uh We'll go with first one to shout out the answer um, gets the point. Keep keep your own points. This, this, this could be a tough one because Rich is pretty sharp on music. And we, I'm not yeah, too shabby, right? So we just pra- yeah. if we just practice something a minute, Patch. If you say one, two, three, shout. Can we see if we're in like there's no time in sync? Yeah. yeah. Okay. One, two, three, shout. Yes. Yes. That's close enough. It's close enough. a little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, Question one, which singer played himself in Tim Burton's 1996 film, Mars Attacks? Oh, God. 1996? No. I'm going to say... I don't know the I'm, film. I'm going to say, say Rich, David Bowie, just because of the, the Mars bit. No. Duncan, do you want to just No, I don't a... know. I don't know. I don't know. Just just say a, a singer. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, um, no. I don't know. Ring a fire bloke. Johnny Cash. Cash. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Tom Jones. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Number two. Which English band formed in 1974 in South London had a 1982 top five hit single with Ghosts? Ghosts. Oh, boy. Uh, ghosts. Uh... Oh, gosh. Band. David Sylvian. What's the name of that band? Japan. Correct. One point, yes. Duncan. What are you yes. Japan. Japan. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, number three, who has a Heinz ketchup tattoo on their arm and always carries a bottle or two on tour? English? Can you narrow it down? English? English, yeah. Recent, in the charts all the time. George Ezra. Lewis Capaldi. You probably would have got there eventually. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yes, he does. I saw Ed Sheeran um, a couple of months ago in uh, Wembley. No, no, I, I Wembley, very good show, very, very good show. Yeah, really good. Rich, not Rich, not a fan. No, no. I just, oh, walking down the road one day at a bar of chocolate, um, made, a phone, made a phone call, uh, crossed over the road. I mean, you, if you can learn four chords, you can probably pay ha- a half of um, Ed Sheeran's yeah. back catalogue, right? But he's um, no, his show was really, really good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like him. Um, number four, Millie Small was a Jamaican singer and songwriter best known for which 1964 recording? My Boy Lollipop. Correct. Duncan Point. Uh, number five, who was the first female artist to achieve a UK number one with a self-written song? Um, Rich Adele. Nope. Rich Kim Wilde. No, just that's say Rich. I can. I know who you are. Uh, Lulu. Oh, um, Petula Clark, downtown. Nope. Tony nope. Wilcox. No. Nope. What year? 1978. 1978. Hazel O'Connor. She uh, was very good. Hazel. She, she, I'll give you a clue. Kate she Bush. Recent, Kate yes. Bush. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Good. You know that song, Wuthering Heights. Heights was it? Yeah. Apparently yeah. that that re-release of uh, Running Up the Hill has made a like Stranger an additional thing. three million pounds. Yeah, yeah. Mental, in royalties, it? incredible. She, yeah, she was um she was uh what's the word for not not developed, discovered by um, matey from Pink Floyd. No, oh, she 
Who? Uh, Nick Mason? Is it? No, no, no. The other bloke, not the one who wrote it all. What's his name? Not Roger Thingy. Ultra. Oh, gosh, I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, Roger Malone. Um, right, number six. Which singer rose to prominence for her role as Cat Valentine in Nickelodeon Television's series Victorious? Rich, Victoria Justice. No, um, Adele, uh, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Grande, yeah. Yeah, Rich gets that one. Yeah, you can have that one, yeah. What, okay. what are the scores at the minute? Two, oh, I don't know. You've got to keep your own score, haven't you? Oh, I've crap, got, really? I've only got two. I've got Kate Bush and that one. I'm going to say I've got... I think I Three. can safe to say I've Duncan, got two. Duncan's got, ja- Duncan's got Japan so, and... So here we go. The, the, answer so, the answer so far. Tom Jones, yeah. Japan. No one. I got that. Japan. Ed Sheeran. No one. No. My Ball Lollipop. I got two, that. Two for Duncan. Yeah. Kate, Kate Bush. 2-1. Ariana Grande. Two. two. So it's still over. Even Stevens. All what right. Come back. Okay. What which 1977, which 1977 hit single by the Spanish vocal duo, duo Baccarat is the oh, best-selling single of it. all time by a female group. I know it, Baccarat. What, the, the song? Yeah. yeah. Yes, there are Kambuki. Correct. Yeah. You seem surprised, Dave, uh, Duncan, that you knew the answer to that. Yeah, like, it, like it's obvious. Well, it's because the way you <laughs> delivered the question was a little bit, that was... <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Right, number eight. What is David Bowie's real surname? Jones, Rich Jones. Rich James? James? No, it's James, just, just Rich James. Yeah, David Robert James is correct. Uh, number nine, songwriter Noel Gallagher rhymes Elsa with Alka-Seltzer in which song? Rich, cigarettes and alcohol. Uh, Dex's, Dex's, din- Dex's Dinner. What's Dex's Dinner? De- it's, not, it's not either of those. Not that. She's electric. No. Cigarettes and alcohol. Oh, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know the line as well. I can't. I'll say it again. She's electric. Elsa. She's electric. She's electric. She's in a family full of eccentrics. No. Right, get to the line of, with Alka Seltzer in it and then see which, which song is. <laughs> you do, you do. It's a shame you can't see the video because you really do the Liam Gallagher thing really well. Yeah, got, you got to do the whole movie. Right? You got to do the thing, yeah. Shine. No, I can't. I can't call it. No. I'll give. I'll give you a clue, and this will help Rich more than Duncan. Um, the YTL Arena is the clue. Yeah. And what's it going to be? Uh, what's the heritage of it? Okay, no point for Rich. No. Supersonic. Oh. Supersonic. Wow. <laughs> Tried to give it to him. Am right. I in the lead at the moment? I think I am Rich, right? Or no, no, no we're I got, I got, I got James to equalize. Oh, yeah. So we're three all. Yeah. Three all. Yeah. Three all. Okay, number 10. Which pop group were named after the inventor of the seed drill? Jeffrey oh, Tull, oh, Rich. Oh, I was going to say Jeffrey Tull. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Rich. You just picked oh. in at the last second. Wow. Fantastic. Brilliant. Right. There's five five more questions. Um, oh, I want it. Number 11. Which 1967 song written by Cat Stevens became a hit for Rod Stewart in 1977 oh, and Cheryl Crow in 2003? Not Cat in the Cradle. God. Do you want me to read it again? I know it. Father and Son. No. That's oh. uh, Morning is Broken. Right. Rod Stewart in 1970. So Cat Stevens wrote it in 67. Hit Maggie Rod Mae. Stu- 
No, hit for Rod Stewart in 1977 and Cheryl Crow in 2003. So it's not the song that was finishing to the office? No. That was Handbags yeah, and Glad Rags. Uh, no. Uh, I, know, I know Father and Son. Okay, it's the first cut is the deepest. Uh, that Cat Stevens song, I never knew that. Okay. Yeah. Number 12, Dusty Springfield teamed up with which group in 1987 for the single? Rich, what have... Oh, come on, Rich. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's five right. three. Number 13, which British pop duo from Bristol featured Roger Greenaway and Roger Cook and had two oh, top 20 yeah. hits in 1966? I couldn't tell you the song, but I remember they wrote a broad, famous song, didn't they? I don't know it. I don't know it, but I know who you mean. They sang, I know what they sang. They sang, I want to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. They wrote that. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know what the band was called. Mamas and Papas. The band name I'd never heard of, but that doesn't mean a lot. David and Jonathan. Yeah, they did sing. No, I want to I'd have never known that. Yeah, they, never they wrote, known that. Oh, well, the, I can't. They wrote I, it for the Coke advert. Yeah. Okay. So where yeah. are we on the score? What's the, what well, the Richard, scores? Rich can, George, even I'm if I get this one right, Richard's one, hasn't he? Yeah, I'm five. Oh, there's two up. left. There's Ooh. two left. He's oh, okay. He's, he's dreamt up two more questions. He, no, I've got, it's 14 and 15. Okay. What was saying? Number 14, the Irvin Berlin song, There's No Business Like Show Business, was written for which musical in 1946? Oh, I know it is. I know what it is. Is it in? Rich, Cabaret. Nope. Oh, bollocks. What's, this, what's the name of the song again? Uh, there's no business like show no business. business like show, show business. business like no business rich, I rich, know. Rich Carousel. No. You don't have to say rich. Stop saying rich. How, he's how, just going to get these thrown me. That's what it won, is. How we won the war. Hey. Or how, the, how the war was won. Hey. I'm, not, I'm not great with musicals. Yeah. Yeah, in the forism. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Guys and dolls. Guys and dolls. No. It's not. It's not one that is immediately recognisable either. Annie, get your gun. Annie, yeah, get yeah. your gun. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll finish off with Don't number fifteen. Stay. Which single letter represented the title of the second studio album by Rich's friend Ed Sheeran? Oh, divide. Times plus. <laughs> Equals. Equals. No, you better no. not get this one right, Richard. What no, is it? No, Duncan got the point. It was tight. Yeah. It was multiply. Multiply, yeah. Yeah. Rich got that. Well done. Worthy. Yeah, worthy. Yeah, uh, worthy good quiz. Yeah, very yeah. good, Rich. Yeah, very good. Good quiz, that one. Uh, so, yeah, Rich wins that one. Um, right, let's slide into recommendations to finish then. Um, I've just discovered a new, uh, to me, <laughs> So it's an Australian soap, soap what, called Neighbours. Just just got going. It's um yeah, Collie Minogue's in it. Jason Donovan was in it. Guy Pierce was in it. What's your uh, thoughts? Yeah. That it, what's your thoughts that it wasn't really Collie Minogue? It was definitely Collie Minogue. Was. They, Are you talking about the last episode or something? Yeah, yeah. Because I've heard about yeah. So, so it's got all the, the famous people that have been on it before. I watched the last week back, right? basically because throughout the week the they, they brought watched. back random you know people from over the years and, and i stopped probably watching it in 2003 so it's a good yeah, quite late. 15 years wow since i've watched it so they're bringing back these people but they also are quite clever how they did it and they flashed back to them in it 
Yeah. Wow. So not if you don't remember them, you could see them in it. You know when they were originally in 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 Neighbours. So they did it really well. Um, good. Good. And Rich, if you only saw the last episode, they did, I thought they did that really well as well. Um, but yeah, so it 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 was a bit of an institution growing up for for me. I don't know about you guys, but it was oh, sort definitely. of. I yeah, never exactly. I never watched it, never saw it, but I do remember it came out when I was at school, secondary school, and people used to run home because I think it used to show at like four thirty or something. Well, it's twice a day mm. they used to show it. They used to show it twice a day. Time. That's right, Rich. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, one forty and five forty. Yeah, mine in, mine in your era, Dunk, would have been prime. That'd have been Kylie and Jason. Prime yes, prime. exactly. Yeah, like so, eighties. I know loads, I loads and loads of kids what, like up north are called Kylie. Yeah, I was watching it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Helen Daniels loads. and I think, yeah. I, I think I stopped watching it kind of Joe Mangle era, kind of don't know, when Henry left. I think that might be my yeah, kind of... yeah. But you know, I've so never, you're... I've never watched it, never seen it. So, so yeah. I mean, you won't know these characters then, Duncan. No, but I, 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 I know them because they're in the kind of public domain. So I know, yeah. like, because yeah. they, they had the songs out in like. Yeah, right. Dave, yeah. Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue, Steph everything for you. Yeah, Stefan Dennis. Yeah, yeah, they brought back stuff, so. quite a lot of quite a lot of characters. Yeah, you know, like Natalie. Um, yeah, Natalie and Bruglia. Um, was she on the, Was she on the show? Yeah, yeah, Bruglia was on the show. Was she as an actor? I tell you, I tell you who else yeah, was. Um, she was Brad's the girl. The girl from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Margot Robbie. Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. yeah, she was in huh? it. Um, there's loads. There's, um, who's the fat kind of? Who's, who's Gladiator? Russell Crowe. Was he? Was he? he, 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 he Russell Crowe. Was it? No he, he way. Wasn't, he wasn't really? called back. I don't think he was in it as a um, yeah, yeah, like very long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they could have afforded Russell Crowe to be fair, right? He's... But sent, talking Russell Crowe, did you do you follow him on Twitter? Did you see no. him on on holiday in Rome? And he was going, he was basically like going, this is where I used to, this is where I used to, um, you know, my old office. And it was in the Coliseum oh, yeah. All right. and things like that. And he was saying how they basically closed down the whole Coliseum so that him and his family could have like a private, Amazing. private tour and stuff like well, that. I, I, but, I, was a little, I was a little bit disappointed how many words Kylie Minogue said in it. She said about four, I reckon. In, so I, I've, heard, I've heard rumours on that, that they, that she asked for more money if, if she if they wanted her to say more lines, why, why would you do that? Why would you? Why just? I mean, but yeah, just might, do it for fun, isn't it? Just do it for fun. Yeah. That might not be true. That might not be true. But it's weird that she didn't say much. I can't. I can't imagine her asking that. But also, when people said, "Oh, I don't think it was her. I think it was a lookalike," I just said, no, "Well, they wouldn't have her at all." So. Then they wouldn't try and con you. Yeah. They'd just say, "Oh, she didn't want to do it." Interestingly enough, though, she was only in scenes with Jason Donovan, um, Stephen Dennis, Paul Robinson. What, and, and Jane and Mike. Jane and Jane, not Mike. She wasn't in any scenes with Guy Pierce. Because oh, they, they, they did it really cleverly. They filmed over what wasn't Kylie's shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And he and he ran towards them. Yeah, that's so, it. Put me off, right? Because everyone else kind of really embraced it and kind of were really happy yeah. to be in it. And she yeah. kind of like you know, stuck out like a sore thumb, really. That kind of I shouldn't. Be yeah. And, were, were they together a as a couple? Yeah, they they were, a, yeah. They were like back married because they got yeah. married. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that back. was that was a big yeah. thing, right? Yeah, I thought it was really yeah. good. So yeah, quite uh, very very good. And and I, having not watched it for 17, 18 years, to to be emotionally invested watching that final episode, they yeah. they did it really well. Um, so if you haven't see, if you did watch Neighbours at any point, go back and watch on on my five, whatever it's called. Uh, I mean, I'm that not, last I'm, week. I'm already at an, I'm already at an age now where I reminisce about things like in that era. And then watching that, I think, yeah. God, I wish I was back there again. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Life, yeah. Life, just, life just seems to be so easy. And 
Yeah, and it's your flying by, flying teams. by, isn't it? Uh, one more recommendation from me: if you, if anyone is into Game of Thrones or has watched, um, never you know, seen it. You've never seen Game of Thrones. Never seen it. No, normal nope. patch. Blimey! Why? Why won't? Why won't you? Never seen that either. Why won't you? And why haven't you? Do you think? I like have... dragons for start. I like into like my medieval fantasy shit. Okay. Right, I did meet out. one of the cast members once. Uh, um, I was doing a, a function. I was photographing a function at the Guildhall, and they had this contortionist in, and she was in. She was saying she was like one of the. She might have been like a prostitute or something in the uh, in Game of Thrones. Right? Oh, is there? Okay, I don't. I, I don't know, but yeah. unbelievably bendy. This girl, she was amazing. Yeah, like well, I could so... touch my toes, and she could like put. Her, she could. Double over backwards, yeah. It's amazing, yeah. But again, Patch, what I've always said, and I've said many times, I like things that I can relate to. I, I like kind of okay. a, a gritty drama that I can actually that's, think is real. And that's that's absolutely fair enough. But Game of Thrones is second highest grossing viewed whatever TV series of all time to Breaking Bad in first, I believe. Um, so a lot of people out there do watch it and enjoy it. And they brought out a prequel. On like Sky I said, Atlantic. Like I said, some people vote for Brexit and some people vote for Donald Trump. So there's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know, I've never seen Breaking Bad either. No, I haven't even seen it. Believe it. No. Oh, yeah. flipping. I out. know, I know. It's like, I know. It's like me and Dunk live the. Do you watch, do you like, do you, have you watched any Marvel stuff? Dunk into that Batman stuff? Really? I, I mean, yeah, I, no, I, no. Oh, the, sorry, the new Batman thing. Yeah, absolutely. I've been. Uh, I'm, I'm, my son loves all that stuff. I saw yeah, Joker. So I, did, I, 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 liked, I, liked, I liked Joker with. Joker was good. Phoenix. That was good. Yeah. The new Batman I guess is amazing, actually. Yeah. Rich, I guess that's because he hasn't got any special powers. It that's is, why yeah. you liked it, because it could actually happen. Right, um, how about this for a small world? I know you're going off point, but on the in the um, <laughs> the latest Batman, one of my schoolmates from my year is a is a professional stuntman. He, he's in the movie, right? Oh, why? And the, yeah, and the end scene, um, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a bit where Batman saves these people from a flooded kind of building or whatever. I can see my mate John there. In the in the scene, yeah. See, after, yeah. After, uh, after this podcast, Madison to, Square Gardens. Yeah. After this podcast is finished, Duncan's got to do a lot of um tidying up because he's dropped so many names today. That uh... <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> your floor is your floor is pretty cluttered. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Sorry. Brilliant. You got to send, send, send us a screenshot of your mate yeah. John, mate. Eh? Yeah. Um, but if I can, if I can just get the words "House of the Dragon" out, then right. I can say that is the prequel. So it's set 178 years prior to the birth of one of the main characters in Game of Thrones. Um, and for those people that like Game of Thrones, after about 10 minutes, you felt like you were back on that journey with the seven or eight seasons or whatever it was of Game of Thrones. So you won't be disappointed if you liked Game of Thrones, which neither of you did. So I'm wasting my time with you, but people well, listening... Well, you know, because I've just never seen it, enjoy. so I haven't got a point of reference. But it's not saying yeah, I will yeah, never yeah. watch it. You're not wasting just... time. But, but the fact but said, I think you should, I think you should watch you it, honestly. seven to eight seasons put me off already. That's the but, thing, Rich. It's a big commitment, that, isn't yeah. it? But you haven't got to watch it all in one night. You can know, spread it over a week. <laughs> well, what, what, if I, I don't go to bed, yeah. But honestly, it's one of those things that you can complete... And if you don't like fantasy, Rich, you probably won't bother. But you can get completely lost in a different world with Game of Thrones. So, Duncan, if you're open to it, yeah. just at least try season one. And if you don't like season one, you don't do season two. But, uh, yeah, definitely worth an investment. And Breaking Bad as well, same. You're in a different yeah. world. I used to go I've to bed. I've heard that's good. I've heard that's good. Yeah. I used to go to bed. And that could happen, Rich. So you should, you yeah, yeah. should be all right with that. Um, 
but I would go to bed on a night after watching like five or six episodes, binging it, proper binging it, thinking, waking up in the middle of the night, panicking that I was going to get caught for making crystal meth. You know, you get so you get oh, so wow. invested in it that you right. think you become the character. Um, but yeah, so for, for your recommendation for you two, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, the two Game highest. Of Thrones, right, the two highest possible. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Duncan, I need, I, I I need to watch. Sorry, I, I just I need to start watching more stuff on Apple TV Plus because the things I've watched on there have been really good. I I I tend to forget I can tend to forget that as a platform. Me I too. Recommended something on Apple. Well, I haven't Severance. got it anymore. Severance is brilliant. Um, keep talking. Uh, Did you Blackbird. watch the tape? Blackbird, Blackbird. Oh, yeah. on yeah. Apple TV Plus is very Blackbird. good, apparently. Yeah. But I watched um, uh, Ted Lasso. I loved That's that. Cool. I oh, yeah. Fabulous yeah. show, that. And I, then I watched the morning show, but because I didn't want to keep paying the subscription, I've, I've watched the bit in the morning. Sh- and I, I've got to say, that's it. really, really well done, that show. Um, Jennifer Aniston and... Very, um, very good. Yeah. And Steve Carell. Carell, yeah. yeah. Very, liked, very good show, liked, that. Yeah. Uh, the Shrink Next Door, I liked. I love Severance. You ever seen that Severance? Is it Severance? I've not seen Severance, no. Oh, it's brilliant. Have you not even have you heard of the concept of it? No. So they work for this company, and when you, it's like you've got two separate lives. So when you go down to your workplace, you turn into this work person, and you don't you don't remember your up life. All oh, right. And via when you leave work and go out there, you don't remember what you did down there. Oh. Then, okay, then I'll, it, I'll check that out then. But then then they're start they're start getting a bit of a crossover, and you start having like flashbacks of. So I mean, it's so amazing that people can create these kind of stories, isn't oh, it? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like when you see a remake of a film, you just think, why? Why does that yeah, need yeah. to be done? And then you hear about stuff like that where you just think that's quality creative writing. Mm. Yeah. It is yeah, a new concept. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, so is that your recommendations then, Rich? No. Go on then. My recommendation is a comedy on BBC iPlayer called Avoidance with Ramesh Raganathan. Oh, he's brilliant. Um, basically, he's... And the, his wife in it is the kind of in the in betweeners movie, the first one, the actual movie is the one that kind of Neil gets off with, the dippy one, like the kind of female equivalent of Neil. So she's his wife, Jessica Namlet, her name is. Uh, Ramesh's sister is played by the girl who was in Afterlife, the Brooke experience girl in Afterlife, the first series. Oh, yeah. So she's in it. Yeah. The ever her partner is the girl who's in King, University in King Gary with Tom Davis. She's in yeah. that. So basically, it's him. She she's, she tells Ramesh they're spitting up, but again, he can't accept it. So he kind of, he don't want to tell the son. So he's, she's like, oh, I've got to tell your son tonight after he comes home from school. He panics, kidnaps him, takes him to his sister's and partner's house. So it's just, it's just him not accepting that he's spitting up from his wife, really. And then, um, just what was it called? Avoidance. Avoidance. Right. Okay. So that, that guy, Ramesh Ranganathan, is oh, without a doubt yeah. one of the funniest oh, men, right? Yeah. I was listening to a, um, uh, audio book or something one of his stand-up shows and i was mowing the grass right and i just had to start and laugh i was laughing so much because he was talking about his mum. he was visiting his family or something in is it he's from sri lanka or something yeah, right yeah. but he apparently lives near me as a matter of fact he lives in in my area right and he's and his mum was saying you need to learn to speak tamil right and he basically was just, he says, he don't understand it at all, but he, he understood like his mum saying he's a coconut or a bounty bar or something like that. And, you know, he's, he's, his mum's talking about him in front of him about saying he's, he's dark with a white centre or something like that. I'm not quite sure what the, <laughs> but anyway, he was talking about it. And honestly, I was crying with laughter. The way <laughs> this guy can deliver these lines, it was so funny. I'm Definitely, pretty sure yeah. We, I'm pretty sure we saw him live patch. I'm sure he supported Ivory oh, really? Brent. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> 
very, very, I'm very sure funny guy. But when we saw Dave Brent as the band, remember that with someone? Oh yeah, sure foregone he, conclusion. Yeah, I'm sure he supported them. Yeah, yeah. Now but you mention it. Yeah, sure his stand-up show was hilarious. Wasn't famous at the time, was he? Yeah, no, he went. But that's worth watching. Avoidance. It's like again a nice gentle comedy. Like half no, hour each episode. You, know, you mentioned in between us. I forgot. I forgot to mention that on my cruise was Neil's dad. That was it. Oh really? You know, he goes, the one oh, who's Neil. Spe- oh, Neil. Oh, Neil. Oh, yeah, he's always. Yeah. So every time he walked past, you know, he was he was he, even on formal nights, he just had like a hoodie on. Um, uh, but every time he walked past, I would look at Dave, my brother-in-law, and we just get look at each other and go, "Oh, Neil." <laughs> Did he ever hear you or not? <laughs> no. Uh, also, Jan Mulby was on there as well, oh, right, who's okay. been on a, who was on a cruise, a PNO cruise that I went on before. Um, Duncan. Oh, the other cruise liners are available. Yeah. Wow. Any uh, any recommendations from you, Duncan? Or are we... You know, I watched, I, I watched a couple of films on uh, Netflix that caught me by surprise, right? One of them um, was called Burnt. It got um, Bradley... Brad... Cooper. Cooper, yeah. That was excellent, right? And I, anything with London in it, I seem to just get, get drawn in. But this is an American mm. chef. Oh, and it's it's really, really, really good. That one, I really did enjoy that. It got um, he plays a chef. He plays a chef in it, but he's re- it, but he's really well acted. I thought he was really good. And there's another one I watched. I wish I could remember the name of the film. It had, um, it had Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston on it, going over to oh, yeah. Europe. Tactic. What was it called? Do you remember? Do you know oh. what the name of it was, Rich? Oh, but that great. was. Really, they, really good. It was really they, funny. They play like two detectives, didn't they, or something? No, yeah. no. Um, she, he, he, she's a hairdresser. He's a New York police officer, and somehow they ended up in Europe, but ended up getting invited onto this kind of private yeah. yacht. It was, it was very, murder very mystery. good. Yeah, it's a murder mystery yeah. type thing. Yeah, it's called it's murder mystery. Yeah, yeah it's that one. Murder yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah. But you know, you're talking about binge watching. You never guess what I've started watching all over again is the American Office. <laughs> Um, oh, really? I, 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 I didn't like season one I, I thought because it was just a bit clunky the same. but it I've watched the same. it from se- season two and I'm already uh, and within a, less than a week I'm already on season four it's really good it is really really good it's um I mean you can't compare the British office to the American one that it's not fair to do that but I just think the character development the stories you know it's a bit silly but it's actually yeah. a lot of fun to watch. I'm really enjoying it again. Yeah, no, yeah. I com- I completely agree. I think I'm I'm too committed to the UK office. I think yeah, I'll be watching the US office. I've probably only watched seven or eight episodes, and I have enjoyed what I've seen. But then I always just think, oh, I'm gonna put the UK one on now just yeah, to make I'm, I'm just to wash idea. off the dirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I, I, prefer, I prefer I prefer the bloopers of the American one rather than the actual yeah. program. Yeah. The crossover scene with David Brent. I don't know what oh, yeah, season, yeah. season or episode that's oh, in. Oh, it's but towards the end. Yeah, it's towards the end of Steve Corral being yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, really she, genius. That's what she said. Yeah. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said, yeah. No, it is good. You should you should give it a shot. It's really, it is really good. I mean, you can't, <laughs> it's not the same show. It isn't. It's no, just no, the, no. The, the theme, it's, the style is yeah. really good. Yeah, it starts yeah. off as the same show because episode yeah. one, I remember watching it and thinking, "Well, this is word for word." Yeah, exactly word, the yeah. yeah. like the jelly, yeah. the stapler, stapler thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Duncan, we recommended this country on the last one to you. Did you manage to squeeze? I in didn't, an and I know you said watch an episode of it, but yeah. I'll be too busy okay, today. Well, ne- but for um, next time, next you time need to, you need to. We'll yeah. give you another couple of months. Watch yeah. at least a season of this country, because um, yeah. that is, I think, the question I asked was. If you're if you're sat on a night and you've got like half an hour and you don't want to start anything new, 
what do you sort of just put on yeah. just to yeah. tide that time over? And, and for me, it's this country, the UK office, or Gavin and Stacey, something like that that you can just pick up yeah. and drop. Yeah, haven't, um, haven't watched Gavin and Stacey either. <laughs> right, that's know. the end of the oh, okay. podcast. <laughs> you can see the vein coming out in Patch's head there, Rich. <laughs> before, before, we do, before we do go there, Patch, back to your um, yes. uh, cruise days. Do you know why posh is called posh? Like posh seats? Yes, I do. On them. Oh, Philip. Um, tell me what the P... I, can, I can answer it. I can answer this. Tell me, tell me what the P is and I'll finish it off. Oh, port. Port or starboard. I've forgotten yeah. it. Go on. Cruise, cruise director over there. So it's uh, port, port, out. Starboard, starboard home. home. Yes. Yeah, because it was to do with the way the sun was, and they'd write it. You know, when they used to write it in chalk on suitcases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they'd say this is yeah. pop P O S H. Yeah, and that's yeah. how the word came out. Or I don't know if that's actually fact or not, but that's one of the one of the basis of that word. Well, it's, it's, not it's any... something similar with golf, isn't it? Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden, or something is meant to be what golf stands for, right? But is it? Yeah. meant to be yeah. well. It could be one of those. I'm going to have to. We'll have to look this up. Maybe. No, uh, I think. I think. I think that's right. Um, obviously, times have changed. I think since yeah. we uh, s- since we last spoke as well on the podcast, England women team won the World Cup, the Fantastic. European uh, champion, European Championships, European Cup. No, it's European Championships, isn't it? Um, which was yeah, remarkable. Seventy odd thousand people in Wembley, um, beating beating Germany as well. Um, was was great. So, congratulations to the lionesses. Yeah, and I just want to go back to posh. By the way, I was just a quick Wikipedia, and it's called a false etymology. Oh. So you try, yeah. So you try and make something work. Porthouse out. Uh, there's probably some fact in that, but I don't think the word actually, the etymology, of the right. word is is from that. Right. Yeah. So, we, so this is this has been an educational podcast as much yes, as it anything. has. Right. We well, created. Yeah. That's what we tried to do. We've created two words, I think. Yeah, you've created two words, and we've we've told you a mean number. Yeah, told you yeah. a long mean number. number. So, Duncan, yeah. um, yes, you know. All when the am very I coming best... back on the show? Then is it? Do you have to like do loads of people pass before you get to me? Then is that how it works? No. So, I, I think I think we make a commitment because it was three months ago, wasn't it? I make yeah. we make a commitment to do this as a quarterly minimum quarterly uh, with you. Um, so, the well, next you've one... got to get Rich needs to agree to this as well, right? Because he's he's. You know, Rich, Rich, are you Rich okay about me joining you? Rich just shows up, shows up oh, when he's told. Duncan, deli- delighted, mate. I, I, really, enjoy, I, really, what I, really, the... I really enjoy these ones. Yeah, really me too. I, I do enjoy it enormously. But what, whatever happened to the? Do you remember the guy you used to have on occasionally who had the really strong Bristol accent? Oh, Scott, Scott yeah, James. He's, he's Scott, he's Scott James. Yeah. yeah. He's still around. Scott he's James. Still yeah. He um yeah he filled in in the early days when Mike in the was early days well, yeah yeah. Um, and I think I have asked him back on since, so maybe we'll maybe we'll try if he you're listening. Do, yeah, because he's he's yeah he's he's good. He was yeah, good. I was, for him, well, I, I was in contact with him recently, and he sent me out for a beer. So yeah, next next time I meet him for a beer, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll ask him again. His, but his... I tell you what, I would like to learn a bit more about is what's going on in Bristol because it is a fabulous, fabulous city, and I know you, I know you know a lot about the football, but what else is going on over there at the it's, minute? It just just seems the... to be changing. Seems to be a lot of building going on. Lot, yeah, lot, you lot, you lot probably wouldn't recognise it. Yeah, I don't think you reckon. When was the last time you were in Bristol? Um, well, it's a while ago. Yeah, it's it's. You, you came here, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. It wasn't that that long ago, but yeah, it's changed. It's changed a fair bit. 
Um, Bristol Zoo, I went there last week. That's closing down. And they're moving a lot of the animals out to the Wild Place Project, which is like a safari Oh, they're park. closing the zoo down, are they? Yeah. Um, are they, well, they're developing the it. Or is, uh, well, I think it's going to be posh apartments and houses wow. and stuff like that. With, wow. With, yeah. yeah. So, uh, it's, a shame, it's a shame, that, really, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One of the oldest dudes in the world, I think. I did, yeah. I did enjoy watching um, the un, uh, un, what they called that Stephen Merchant film, um, Outlaws. Out- Outlaws. Outlaws. Yeah, that was Outlaws. really very satisfying finish. I think to series two, that oh, that was incredible. really good. Yeah, I thought yeah. it's very, very, very good. That me very, too. Very, and very, it, very and it, serious. Yeah, I, I do too. I thought it was well written, really put together. But also, it's really nice to just recognise so much of your city as well, right? Well, yeah. I went, right. Me, me and um, a bloke who owns Lumber Records went to a, a preview of series two we went for like a proper um watch the first episode and have a q a with steve merchant and some of the cast. oh brilliant and the director was there and like one of the questions was that i was gonna ask but somebody beat me to it was that like the, the camera work of it was it kind of to show bristol in its in its glory and it was it was like a, a postcard yeah. a postcard yeah bristol, love letter you know? love letter yeah. to bristol yeah, yeah, yeah it's it, yeah. really good yeah Mm. Yeah, so and they they even go to they purposely Soup. filmed it with these big like sweeping shots to make make, yeah. make Bristol look amazing. Which it, it did, it did did look good. And the bit where they're down in Western Supermare. When when I used to work in Bristol, I used to go down there on my motorbike, kind of like a bag of chips or on this. Well, I've got a motorbike. I mean, I've had right. quite a few since not, then. Not, but, um, that one was quite big, wasn't it? It was that um, was the that was the Bergman. The I used to have like a big scooter, but now I, I ride yeah. around on a Goldwing now of all things. Right, but, I went to I went nice. to Western on the weekend yeah. actually, and I did spot the little cafe that they used. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's a lovely, a lovely little spot that I think Western Super. Very nice. Obviously, at the minute, there's a massive oil rig there. At the minute, they're going to they're going to turn into a big uh, sculpture called the Sea Monster. So that's that's what's happening in yeah. Western at the minute. Where the Tropicana used to be, they got this massive oil rig, which is supposed to be open now, but they it's been delayed as mm. always is. So that's so much. Well, Duncan, why why don't why don't you come to Bristol and we'll record it in a in a pub with a, an environment or something like end of November, middle middle of November, whenever can we, you can, can do we do it. it in front of an audience? Then do you think we could do that? Because you did that once before, well, didn't you? you? We could you, get. You, I'm sure. I'm sure we could just... and whatever did an audience one, right? Yeah, we yeah, did well, one at back in the early days. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So over that, or we'll just turn around and say to the we'll, pub, we're just about to record a podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that'd be lovely. Uh, yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, if I don't land a job, I'll have a bit of time on my hands, right? So That's what I was, was going to say. That's what my, last, my, last, my last day, officially, if I don't get uh, appointed right. into a new role within the organisation, will be at the yeah. end of November anyway, right? So okay. I get three months' notice, which is kind of nice. It's quite generous. No, no, that's good. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I was just I was going to sort of finish by saying I hope it works out how you yeah, want it definitely. to. Um, and I'm sure you'll find something. And who knows? You may be working well, listen, in Bristol. This is this is what happened with when I joined you when I came, yeah, yeah. came and worked with you. I was permanent with um, at UBS Investment Bank and ended up joining joining there as a contractor, and I loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved it. Loved being in Bristol. Wonderful. Well, back Brilliant. back back in two thousand and one. No, back in nineteen ninety one. I was maybe redundant, uh, Duncan, and then the, the January nineteen ninety two. I joined a small company called Hargreaves Lansdowne. Oh yeah. The rest of its history, as they say. The rest is, yeah, but I mean, this is the thing. I don't think redundancy has the kind of stigma it used to, it may have had in the seventies or something. I think it's just businesses change, merge, realign. Yeah. It's just part of the fallout. And I don't think I don't. It's not worth taking it personally. Not at all. It's just not worth it. No, no. Other opportunities present no, themselves in weird ways, right? You can't dwell on it, and yeah. Nah. Good. Right. Well, I'm sure it, everything will work out, and who knows? I'll say you may be working in Bristol, and we'll definitely be doing I'd, it. In Bristol I'd love then. to. I'd love to come back there and work. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I'd love it. 
Right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this original format of Three Peeps in a Podcast. And um, we'll be back again very soon in this format and the other formats as well. So please do subscribe. Keep an eye out on Twitter at 3PIAPC. And we'll be back soon. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Rich. Yeah. And let us know if you made it to the end. (laughs) No. So so someone, you know, you said that last time. Oh, yeah. A couple of people did message me and say, let Duncan know we made it to the end. Okay, all right, I'll take that. All I'll right. take that. So all if right. you are Brilliant. listening, contact Brilliant. me on Twitter or email 3PIAPC at gmail.com and I'll forward your email on to Duncan. All right, wonderful. All right. <laughs> Thank hey, you, everyone. Great. Thanks for, thanks for the invite. See you soon. Cheers, boys. I've been riding fast. Gonna take this moment. I'm gonna make it last. Cause you don't know me Don't be quick to judge Cause I tell you something I don't care that much Don't come around here Preaching your goddamn rules Don't come around here If you stay in this town I'm no savior, I will take you down This here town You know it ain't that big It don't take long to know just what I did Don't come around here Watching that little town